Are you recording yet? I'm so and scared. Okay. Go. Hey, everyone. Welcome <laughs> back <laughs> to Relatively Subjective. It's been a little while. How are you? How's little, your mom? Um, a little bit of a while. How are How's you? How's the are fam? You ready for the holidays? Tell the friends. You guys were ready to ready to hear about some holiday movies? How's your prostate? How's your prostate? Did you check it? You should. It feels good to check it. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Let's get it checked. All right. Welcome. Uh, My name is David. I'm George. And we're... Wait, we did this the wrong way. And we are cousins. And... uh, Which is why... And we have relative thoughts about movies and stuff. We're relatives and we have subjective thoughts on movie-related things. Oh, is that what you say? Yeah. And then you say... Which Hence is what, the hey, name. Relatively subjective. It's been a long time. It's been too long. It's been at least 30 days since we've done this. Uh, apologies to all the crazy fans we have out there frothing at the really, mouth for really another episode. Stop banging on our doors. Please, how did you and, find our addresses? And pushing over our cars. Yes. And showing up to our jobs. There are just so many of you. And um, we're, we're glad, though. We are appreciative. And um, we're actually coming at you with something we've never done before and it's totally not because it's going to save time and because we're lazy but because it's, we're it's trying something new yeah it's to both of those things but it should be fun it's let's see how yeah, it works out and um we'll see if you guys like it yeah and if you don't you can always let us know we're coming at you with four movies in one episode a sort of december five movies Four I saw five movies. movies. I saw four movies. Wait, what was the last movie I already recorded? All right. (laughs) Hold on one second. I'm going to list the movies I saw, and then if you saw one more... Then you'll talk about it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Cool. I'm okay with oh, this. man, this this is even getting more <clears throat> packed. Okay, so <laughs> I saw Queen and Slim. Yes. Right? Bombshell. Yes. Right? Uh, Star Wars. Yes. And Knives Out. Yes. What's the fifth one? Oh, you still didn't see Dr. Sleep. You saw Dr. Sleep. I saw Dr. Sleep. I forgot it existed. The week it came to out. To <laughs> be honest with you. So, you know what? I'll talk about Dr. Sleep. You talk Sleep. about it. And um, I'll listen intently. All right. And ask good. you questions. If I remember. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It has been a while. It's going to be fun trying to remember all these plots and characters and all that. So, you know, bear, bear with, with us. us. Bears with us. And bear we'll, arm with us. Bears, bear your arms. And we will uh, do our best <laughs> to uh, uh, just uh, be as accurate as possible, I suppose. Um, right, then. So... In the spirit of doing new things, we are also going to go through all the trailers we saw before all of these movies. We're obviously not going to just repeat ourselves over and over again. If we talk about one movie that we've seen in front of a few of these movies, we'll just talk about it one time. And odds are we've talked about it before because we, I'm at least I've seen plenty of duplicates over and over. Oh yeah, yeah, it happens. And yeah, trailers are on YouTube, so just look at that if you want. If you want, if you're interested, and uh, yeah, I guess we'll just just go for it. From the top, let's fucking do this. We use the F word sometimes. Um, Spoilers. Spoilers ahead for every movie I just listed and Doctor Sleep. So five in total. As soon as we start talking about it, Um, yeah, cool. (laughs) We're just. I guess we're just gonna skip over the what we've been watching. Yeah, that will take too much time. That will take entirely too much time. Um, we'll come cool. back at you next year. Yes, with all the things we have a little announcement to make after this episode, and uh, stick around, and you'll find oh. out what it is. Okay, <laughs> it takes more and more air to blow into this thing every time. 
All right. I want to get a new one. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. Um, good investment. Little women. <laughs> little women. You little saw that women. plenty of times, probably, right? Saw some little women. Uh, yeah, I actually kind of am excited. Yeah, it uh, looks, looks fun. Looks pretty cute. We talked about it before. Uh, it's fun watching like uh, uh, old timey stuff being relatable, as opposed to just something that you're just watching yeah. happen, and you're just like, and, oh, but, uh, I was, I'm not like this. <laughs> and then in this trailer, it gives you more of a a thing to relate to. I think I yeah. haven't read the book. It's also but, interesting how most of the time when we get period piece movies and when we get things set in whatever time you kind of get like this specific kind of jargon that people talk like mm-hmm. and i kind of feel like they just didn't do that for this movie yeah they, they were just really like, brought it down and like just... you speak yeah and we'll make the script really like easy to read and re- resonate with people that are living right now yeah uh, which i actually appreciate because me too all that like hoity-toity kind of stuff works for some movies but i kind of feel like it works not to do it for this movie yeah yeah I I agree wholeheartedly. Um, Star your, Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> uh, the trailer that we will uh, eventually review yeah. uh, in detail we, later. Yep, I saw uh, it. Yeah, looked. I was excited. Uh, the, the Star Wars music and the 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 jumping with the lightsabers and all the lightsaber it's stuff. Good. That's how it um, happens. Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Yes. I'm still not. Uh, planning on ever seeing this movie um i know you are you kind of want to i did you just remember that you saw it and (laughs) and and didn't tell me (laughs) no um, okay i i would i'm like if there's a fence of not seeing it and seeing it i'm more on the fence side of seeing it okay um no i'm not like on that side completely on the grass i'm literally like hanging onto the fence okay i'm just like if there's something that i want to go see and there's nothing else i'll go see it um just because it's stuff to see and yeah. we'll see what happens uh, but if I don't get to it I just don't get to it it's fine. for me it'd have to be like there was a nuclear holocaust and I found a DVD player and the only DVD <laughs> I found was Black Christmas a DVD not even like a Blu-ray or anything no it's like DVD. it's a DVD and I would be like mm, I guess if, if I found electricity like I would do it if you found it yeah but like if it's on Netflix there are way more things that oh, I would yeah. watch oh, over yeah. that um Jumanji, the next level. We've spoken yeah. about this. So still haven't seen the first still one. Still haven't seen the first one. Uh, the second one looks funny. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Um, I still want to see the first one. Same. One day. And then yeah, one day. <laughs> one day, maybe we'll, before we'll, this year's over. We'll but also, it. it's coming to a close, so we'll see. Not before this year's we over. We will see, it. unless we all watch it for Christmas <laughs> in oh, two days. We got to tell the family. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. Caught the end of Doctor Doolittle. I was running late. Oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't watch the full one, and this was a new trailer because the little the little bits I saw yeah. I hadn't seen before. Have you seen any Doctor Doolittle trailer that yes. isn't just him? Like I'm Sherlock, but I talk to animals. Yes. Uh, so yeah, we've seen a little bit of plot. We've I have actually heard the animals speak as well, um, which they're voiced by some pretty. Famous people, so Tom it's Holland because he's he's owned by Disney. Owned by Disney. Um, John Cena's in this. Yeah, he's yeah, some he's someone right. in in this one. Uh, but yeah, I've seen some like super crazy, awesome, fun time ship flying and all that kind of stuff. That's what it does, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the ship flies. I mean, no, I sailed. Oh, okay. I mean, it might fly. I, I no, that's why I was asking because that would totally happen in a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. I was just like, "Oh, he flies, cool." Eddie Murphy didn't do that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything else to say about this trailer? Um, 
Anything that like made you laugh? Anything that made you like a little interested in uh, it? Or? I mean, I'm interested in it as much as I'm interested in it. I'm not like super crazy excited for it. I'm, it's going to be another Disney movie that I'm going to go see. So, mm-hmm. you know, what if? Cool. All right. Well, once I see that new trailer, I will chime in. Uh, Wonder Woman 84. Fuck yeah. I haven't seen this trailer what? yet. Oh, man. Well, as the title suggests, it takes place in 1984. And it's really good. The trailer's really good. It it got me really excited for this yeah? movie. Yeah. I just ah oh man, it just it's just in a bad universe. It's like a good movie in a bad universe, and it blows. But this movie looks great. Like good. The, the editing. Good. The editing with the music mm-hmm. really gets you. Yeah. And it, and it like you know like it gives you that eighties boner that mm-hmm. everyone has right now. And it it like it, it really like yeah. Kristen <laughs> Wiig's in it. I know. It's so good. So good. Can't wait. So yeah, haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but still excited. Cool. Um, yeah, we'll talk about it, I guess, when you see it. Yep. Uh, Barb and Star go to Del Mar. Is that oh what it is? Stars. <laughs> oh my stars! Barb, I love going to see the trailers. <laughs> I just love going to movies and seeing forty-five Sometimes. minutes of trailers, and then I leave. And me too. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea this movie was a thing. Yeah, well, I or mean, where it came okay, from. So, is it is it an SNL skit? I thought it was an SNL skit. Yeah, I I distinctly remember Kristen Wiig saying all my stars. Yeah, in something. Yeah, I haven't been keeping up with SNL as much no, as I. as they used to. So, but I mean, Kristen you know, Wiig is not man, so it's over. True. Yeah, and but it, is she playing both Barb and Star? I don't know. They don't. We don't see their faces you don't, in the trailer. Never see their so, faces, and they both sound like Kristen Wiig. So <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed. Even when she was doing this thing and like had a little smile, I was just like, that's, that's both that's Kristen Wiig, I think. Kristen Wiig. Um, and then the little kid that's singing his heart out while delivering papers in the, oh my at the God, beginning. Oh my God, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. And then he's like in an evil lair. In yeah, like, like, or like the he's cl- the bad guy. It's a very fast-paced like trailer where they just show you a bunch of clips to uh, Madonna's it looks, holiday. It looks very funny. It looks funny for now. We'll see what happens. Barb and We'll star. see what happens. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I am intrigued as well. All uh, right. Uh, Free Guy, starring Ryan Reynolds. Free Guy. I did not see this in a movie. I saw it on Facebook. Okay, but you saw it? Uh, but I saw it. I think this is what Ready Player One will, should have been. <laughs> <laughs> just this trailer. I was just like, yeah, this is this looks like I, a much better time than all of Ready Player probably One. Probably unpopular opinion, but I kind of feel like this movie would do better if it wasn't Ryan Reynolds. You know what? I'm not going to disagree with you. I feel like Ryan Reynolds, to me, is literally like... Someone made the most good-looking, charming man out of clay and made them an actor. And that's just... He's just... He's really good in whatever he does. I I, I still haven't met anyone that says they don't like Ryan Reynolds. He's a very likable guy. Yeah. Um, But not only do I think that we might be getting a little fatigued with his Mm -hmm. witty charm, antics, all that Deadpool stuff... But he's a little old for this movie. Yeah, I think so. Too. This is the first time I ever had that thought about yeah. Ryan Reynolds. It's just like uh, I think he's he getting might, on a little. He's bit. he's getting a little we, gray. We, and we gotta like reserve some funny older stuff for him now. We need someone a little bit new, a little bit fresher. Yeah, someone who kind of like. But at the same time, could you gets it. could you get someone that has that same charmy wit? Yeah, I'm a, sure you could. Like off the top <laughs> of your head, I mean, like I, I was just trying to think of anyone. Out there uh, now, Tom Holland. <laughs> Put uh, him in everything. Honestly, 
I don't. I can't think of. Yeah, one. yeah, me either. Um, but I'm sure. But you know who? Uh, who was that guy? Uh, what was he in? Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, Hassan Minhaj, I think, could do something similar to what Ryan Reynolds does. He's a comedian. He can be a little bit more serious. I don't think he's very like um, as. I guess ripped. I know, but like you can you can do that with any produce like production company can hire a yeah you know, personal trainer no matter what. Yeah. Uh, did you see uh, Kumail Nanjiani's transformation? <laughs> he's, he's the embodiment of what happens when you get signed into a Marvel movie. Yeah, he's exactly. Just like you're just instantly contracted to be ripped. Yeah, and so like that's kind of how I feel about Ryan Reynolds. You can get kind of any younger comedian to kind of play that cocky or like if in the, in the case of Free Guy. Um, very oblivious kind of character, but also break the fourth wall-y kind of guy. Uh, and it doesn't have to be Ryan Reynolds. I feel like it's Ryan Reynolds because people know Ryan Reynolds. But if you got someone new, I feel like it's still just... It's, it would, the portrayal could still be just as good. Yeah. All right. Um, cool. Top Gun, Maverick. Maverick. Did you see that? Uh, so I saw two different trailers for this one. I saw the teaser trailer, which I was just like... <clears throat> and then I saw the extended trailer. So and the, the teaser is just him in the plane going... No, it's it's him in the plane going and little shots of him in the office. Ah, okay. But and the, then the second one's just like, you're Tom Cruise. <laughs> You've been doing this for he's years. He's been teaching. He yeah. has a new crew. He's got the, the drummer from the movie that you like. He's the in this movie. The drummer from the movie? That, oh, Miles Teller's yeah. in this? He's yeah. in Top Gun? He's got a little mustache. I don't think I've seen this trailer then. No? No, I was watching the um, one where he gets berated or like, you know, talked to by the the colonel or whatever yeah. and he's like you could have been this you could have been that but that's, instead you're yeah, this why are you like that, that? and then he was like i'm tom cruise and then he got in a plane yep uh so yeah so there's like tension between the students and then they're on a beach scene you hell see yeah one? no yeah <laughs> but uh, so there I, has to be because it's top gun yeah exactly are they playing volleyball uh no damn they're like just running in the water or something like cool that. uh but yeah you know they it's gonna to be volleyball. it's gonna be one of those one of those movies yeah uh, but yeah like i said the second the second uh, trailer got me a little bit more uh, pumped pumped for it. John Hamm is in this. I was kind of just like, all right, yeah, maybe I'll go see it. <laughs> yeah. Instead of saying like, no, I was just like, mm, okay, I can yeah. see this. Uh, so yeah, kind of kind of excited. Again, I hope someone cool um, covers Danger Zone. Yeah, like the week, the weekend's going to cover Danger Zone, <laughs> and it's going to be good. Because you got to so, bring it into gotta the, bring it back. Got to bring, bring it back. All right. Oh, this one is probably the trailer I'm most excited to talk about. And if you haven't seen it, I'm going to be really, uh, I'll be like indifferent. I'll be like, okay. I'll be like, I wish you had. Gotcha. Okay. Which one? Tenet. Oh my God. Tenet. Yes. All right. So, Christopher Nolan. First of all, as soon as you, what? Okay. So, <laughs> as soon as you saw his name, I was, I mean, as soon as I, I saw see, his name, I didn't see anything. It started, it started with just, like the action, I thought it yeah. was the movie for a second, yeah. and then everything comes in at the end, and I was just like, "What? Yeah. It looks great, but also what the fuck?" Yeah, we will find out. I mean, what are your predictions? Because I have a prediction. Okay, so <laughs> he's. Well, what did they say in the trailer? Like he has to stop something from happening, or like he something worse than nuclear holocaust yeah. from happening. It has to be like time travel, like someone discovered it and doesn't know how to use it, or like, like you know, there's someone that is knows how to use it and is sort of using Fucking it for it just for evil. Yeah, for evil. 
so, and this crew has to stop him yeah. from him or her from so doing it. So the main hey, character, his name is. Oh, that's so cool. On, from, on IMDb, none of them are listed as anything. It's literally just their faces and the actors, and then that's it. <laughs> there you go. They're not even Nolan's, named. He's, he keeps everything under lock Christopher and key. Nolan might be a fourth dimensional being. But I, 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 I agree. So John David Washington, he plays the lead character. We don't even know his name. He, I think specifically him, I don't know if it's anybody else in the crew, but I think he specifically sees time differently than other people yeah he because he, there's a couple times in the trailer where he things will happen in reverse just for him so uh-huh. i i don't know if it's just the him thing or if it's a crew thing but for him specifically he's able to see certain time moments in reverse uh so i kind of i kind of agree like it's got it's got to have something to do with time it's got to do with something with either breaking the fourth dimension or, or someone's uh figured out time travel but doesn't know how to use it completely yet mm-hmm. um but it looked really cool. Robert Pattinson's in it, so we're getting some Batman. <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson is in it. Michael Caine is in it. Of course he is. I, as soon as Christopher Nolan came out, I was like, where's Michael Caine? Be. And then it, then he was introduced immediately. Um, was like, yeah. So, yeah, I'm very interested. Uh, and I feel like he knows how to introduce things like this. These concepts, these yeah. huge-ass concepts. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, what? It's like it just makes you wonder what how he thinks as a person or like what he thinks about just yeah. like hanging out at home. It's just like, like not oh, even time that. travel, got it. Not Boom. even that, but like how to portray it in such yeah. a way that is so interesting. Like if you if you pitch Inception anyone, it's just like people going to dreams and uh steal stuff. You're like no. You're like what? <laughs> but Christopher Nolan's just like, all right, so there are layers. <laughs> the deeper you go, the time is different, and then you go into a coma if you did. Well, he right. he did he write that? I don't know. Because he wrote this one. Oh shit. Uh, uh, but we had the signature. Bombs yeah, we, we kind of kind of get it. Yeah. With uh, everything that's going. Yeah, he wrote Inception as well. Shit. So I'm we're scared. gonna get something fucking awesome. I'm fucking scared and <laughs> excited. All right, uh, onward. We talked about this. Disney Pixar. Onward. Chris yep. Pratt. Tom mm-hmm. Holland. Yep. Here we go. Magic. Let's do it. Animated. Can't wait. Got it. I got a commercial for a Google Pixel in the middle of the trailers. What the fuck <laughs> what? is that about? That's weird. I'm not gonna buy it. So fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, the, their main selling point was that you can take pictures of the sky and you will get stars. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. who it's takes like pictures cool of pictures. this guy that uh, much? That's just cool like, resolution. that's what my phone needs. Nope. Next. Black Widow. Did you see Black Widow I trailer? I did see Black Widow. What do we think? <clears throat> we got Russian Captain America. We do. We got Black Widows, plural. We do. We got Taskmaster. We do. We got Scarlett Johansson flying through the sky where a bunch of debris <laughs> around her and she's just diving into whatever she's going at. We do. We got the... Yeah, I, I passed out. What happened? <laughs> uh, we have yeah Rachel Weiss and Florence Pugh as the, her sisters, mm-hmm. uh, Scarlett Johansson, and we got David Harbour as Red Guardian. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, it still my, fits. One of my friends summed this up perfectly while the trailer was happening, and. Because I went to go see this, I saw this trailer for Star Wars, and my friends came with me to still see Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And she was, and she sighed at the end of the trailer and said, "I would be much more in um, excited if she were still alive." And I was just like, "You know what? You're right. It's true." But what if she is? I don't think she is. She's not. Probably this is probably a prequel. But I, 
and this is me hoping that this the end of this movie or this movie brings her back brings no 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 they'll bring her I feel like they'll bring her back somehow this movie's not gonna be how it happens yeah. but it will either explain a part of her story that makes all of her appearances before like like you know just make you appreciate it more or mm-hmm. like you know add another layer to it or they bring her back to life but I don't think they're gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything in this movie suggests well, I'm, that I'm very cosmic sure. abilities yeah, or anything yeah. is involved so uh, I'm very sure that <clears throat> All this movie is going to do is make us love her more. Mm-hmm. Because, and miss her. Yeah, because that's what the trailer did. Like, I'm very sure that's going to happen. The only way I could see them bringing her back in any way is if the Black Widow program had a cloning portion and she's cloned and she's back that way. Or, or what if Florence Pugh takes the mantle of Black Widow and joins the Avengers? Ooh, I would totally be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I like that you idea. might have just ruined the movie. I don't know. You might have, but that's pretty cool. Cool. Marvel, are you listening? Are you listening? You're always listening, you <laughs> sons of bitches. You steal all our good ideas and don't pay us for them. Uh, Mulan, the new one, the new yeah, trailer. Yeah, Mulan. Juan Mulan. This, this one definitely got me more excited than the last it trailer. It's great. I'm excited for yeah, it. I'm I get I get giddy. Yeah. That's another thing. We saw friend. some villains. We saw the dad uh, being too weak to be yeah. a soldier. He's got like a cast on his leg or whatever. Yeah. And then he couldn't hold the sword. No, he was all shaky. And then his, so Mulan old. could hold the sword because she she's Because she's strong. And she's strong. She's strong. <laughs> strong. Oh, yeah, she's strong. <laughs> and we get confirmation that the phoenix is in this and not Mushu. Yes. Cool. All right. And we have um, the leader of the Huns being all menacey. And the a falcon is a witch. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. But also, I'm very Magic. wary because Aladdin and stuff. So yes. you know, let's just they gotta, they gotta keep it. They gotta make it like extra in some way. It was um, before the trailer started. It was like from the makers of Aladdin and all the the new ones, Lion King, yeah. and like I was just like, <laughs> two out of three of those below. <laughs> Why are you doing this? And it was Mulan, and it still got me excited. Yeah. So you know what? Excited. We'll see what happens. Underwater. We've spoken about this yeah, several times. We have. It's pulling me underwater. So many letters in underwater. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Little women we talked about. 1917. I really want to see this. Uh, I haven't seen a trailer for this in the new in these five new movies. Oh, I remember it from before that. Yeah, we've spoken about uh, it. I hear eh. it's super tense. Is it super tense? It's a war movie. All movies. I mean, yeah, all good war movies are super super tense. Super tense. Uh, Uncut Gems. I really want to see this too. I heard it was good. I have. So have I. I kind of don't want to see it, but because of Adam Sandler. Yeah, but if we go see it, I'll I'll go see Adam's, it. Adam, I'm telling you, Adam Sandler ex- like he excels in dramatic roles, not in the grown up garbage that he does, and like <laughs> Jack and Jill and shit. Grown up garbage. Like and grown ups. And grown ups. That's what that's what I meant by grown up garbage. Uh, actual grown up stuff. He's real good. Uh, like a boss. The second trailer was much better than the first trailer. They, I feel like they tried to fix it. <laughs> yeah, because the first trailer was like a different movie completely, yeah, and exactly. the second trailer, like we saw a lot uh, smarter writing and mm-hmm. like actual plot, and yeah. I don't know, it wasn't just like Two fart jokes girls. and and eating Rest hot peppers and, yeah. and all that shit. Like I don't know, it, it was just like a different movie completely, yeah. and it like got me it a little. It looked better. It, it made me laugh. Like you know, it was it was interesting. They kept the witness my tragic moment uh, thing, yeah. and that's like the best part of the first trailer. So yeah, 
All right, cool. They know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> uh, so. Just Mercy. Yes, super Just dramatic. Mercy. Uh, I really want to go see this one. Yeah. I think this will be really good. Dude, the cast alone is it's fantastic, like crazy. It's it's awesome. I want to see it. Um, it was a, we talked about how it was like originally coming out in January and then it got pushed, pushed to, or like released earlier in December. Something happened. I don't know, but either way, we should see it. Yeah, it uh, no twenty uh, January tenth, twenty twenty. Okay, never mind. Ooh, I think anyway, according to IMDb. Ooh, I'm excited about this trailer. Antebellum. Antebellum. Yes. We got like racist ghosts. We, right. What's happening? I have no idea. So like the timelines are 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 colliding or something because we're in the present time and then like a and horse and buggy back. runs yeah. away. And, and I loved at the at the beginning of the trailer you see all like the the slaves like picking cotton or whatever and then you look up and there's a jet plane like yes. coming in and out of existence. I was just like, wait, wait, what? It's going to be a mindfuck. This looked really great. Yeah. Uh, and are we sure that is it is like a uh, horror movie? We don't. It's, it's. I think it's rated R, and it was a teaser, so there wasn't much given to us, just like who's in it and flash, scary flashes. It made it seem like a horror movie. It, yeah. I got that vibe. Yeah. I don't know. And it's Janelle Monae, and she's yeah. fantastic. She is fantastic. So I am excited. All right. I see uh, something on here that I don't recognize. So maybe, hopefully, you can clarify. What star? 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 Just just star? the name star. The the word star. Is that a movie? Did I just write this? Was it a typo? <laughs> uh, it might have been. Cool. Uh, star. There's Star Trek. Nope. <laughs> star Wars. Maybe I was in the middle of writing Star Wars and didn't finish it. Lone Star. That's uh, probably just a typo. Barb and Star. All right, I think it's a typo. All right, continue. Cool. What else? Um, the Photograph. I don't recognize this. What is this? What's uh, happening uh, in my the, brain? The Photograph is one of those uh, rom-coms. Look at this photograph. Sorry. Look at this graph. <laughs> Still quoting Vines 2019, <laughs> baby. Woo! Uh, so it stars, uh, sorry, uh, Chelsea Peretti and Lakeith Stanfield. And Chelsea Peretti is just like this uh, woman who's like a business owner, or I think she's like a CEO of something. And her mother took pictures of her life, but she died before her. She like she could tell. Now her. I remember. And, yeah, and she's like learning about her mom's yes, journey through her pictures. I but remember. Then she now. falls in love with this journalist. Super Nicholas Sparksy. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not very interested in this. Nope. Cool. Uh, love is great and all that, but just keep it out of my movies. <laughs> keep, keep it over keep there. Keep it over there. Uh, underwater again. We talked about that. All right. There's the last one then. Uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, and yes. all the, the subtitles. And all and the... The Birds of Prey and the Something Something Liberation or something. One of, ridiculous Harley Quinn. Yeah, that one. I'm still not excited for it, but you know what? Mm. I haven't seen the trailer for this in a little while. Um... Birds of Prey, but uh, I'm gonna go see it probably. I mean, yeah, we're gonna go see it. <laughs> we're gonna go see it right I'm... after we go see Cats. We're gonna go see this. <laughs> no. Do you know why? So did you you heard that they have to go they, back? They have and, to yeah, re-edit redo, the thing yeah. or add a special effect. Do you know why? Why? Because somehow whoever was digitizing any of this forgot to CGI out. Dame Judy Gen- one of Dame Judy Gench's hands in one scene. Literally, she has Forg- one cat hand and one human hand in an oh, entire scene of the wow. movie, and nobody caught it. Which, how the fuck do you, do you not catch that? Listen, man, I don't um, pretend to know what 
people and special effects go through, but I'm sure they were just like, we need to release this three months ahead of time. <laughs> Get rid of the hands. That's, and he was just like, <laughs> forgot one hand. <laughs> he forgot one hand. Get rid of her hands. But that, that's also not why uh, the movie's bad, right? Because <laughs> no, I've heard no, really bad I'm reviews sure that about it. The movie it. is bad for many other reasons. Uh huh. We'll find out because um, we're going to go hate watch this movie yeah, probably. Eventually. Right? Yeah. I, I don't go. Let's not go into it with hate, but also will probably not be good. <laughs> I, I mean, that's fine. I've never seen Cats on Broadway. I've never really listened to any I of the I watched it on the VHS so in school. I'm gonna, and I'm I was gonna, bored. We're going to wait and see what happens yeah. when I go see it in the theater. We just know that Mammaries is in it. Mammaries. Yeah. <laughs> just like we rehearsed. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I've seen a few more trailers that you did not, apparently. Tell me about it. So we saw Fantasy Island. Oh, I st- Still haven't seen that. And really? you told me about it. Yeah. It's like more so of a it's horror blue, movie. It's yeah. now, yeah. Uh, so they're going a little bit crazy on the fantasies and people are dying and there's a crazy doctor. Dead kids and all come back. Stuff. Yep. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Again? Didn't that come out? Oh, did it? I thought it did like a while ago. Maybe this was for Doctor Sleep. Ford versus Ferrari came out November 15th. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> We haven't recorded it a long time. The Gentleman. The Gentleman? Yes. What's The Gentleman? Is it me? I'm not. Uh, The Gentleman, it stars Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, and Colin Farrell, Henry Golding, Hugh Grant. Is this Magic Mike 3? What's happening? No. So, uh, what's his name? Matthew Matthew McConaughey is a drug lord, and he gets into a fight with all these other drug lords. He like he wants to monopolize mar- marijuana, oh. and um, he doesn't like that there's a new cocaine kingpin and there's a new meth kingpin in his town. So they go to war. No? Nice. Yeah. He's uh, doing weed. Why does he care? Because he's a purist. It's really funny in the movie too. He's just like this. Pl- this herb is my kingdom, and I don't want anyone else to like infringe on it. And I'm just like, whatever, dude. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> fine. All right. You're you're doing what you gotta do to Does survive. it come out on 420? Oh no, January 24th. Wow, you guys missed <clears> a <throat> fucking opportunity there. Totes. All right. Uh, knives out. Well, which well well. Uh, the Invisible Man. Still haven't seen the trailer for this, but I saw a poster and it got me excited. Yeah, it's pretty good. It looks it looks pretty good. Uh, la, 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 la. The rhythm section. This is. Uh, or the revenge one with um, Blake Lively, right? Yes. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Bad boys for life. Oh, I saw this one on the internet, and yeah, I'm not excited for it. I watched Bad Boys two a few times, and that's it. Not not good. And then that's it. All right, cool. We did it. We got through all the trailers. The trailers. It only took thirty minutes. Jeez, but it is for four movies, so yeah, it's like a Costco pack of trailers. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. Time for a Costco pack of movies. Oh yeah. Starting with, uh, you want to start with Queen and Slim? Yes. Let's get the heavy out the way. <laughs> Let's talk about some shit that matters real quick. <laughs> I know a lot of you don't like talking about shit that matters. But on but... this podcast, that's all we're talking about is <laughs> shit that matters. All right. All right. 
Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so this movie starts off with the worst date possible, followed by the worst <laughs> traffic stop possible, followed by the worst road trip possible, followed by certain death. Spoiler alert. Well, they, we, they got it. No, I know. I'm just saying. <clears throat> yeah, uh, just another one for you guys. We're spoiling the shit out of everything we talk about. Um, yeah. What'd you think? What'd you think? <laughs> David, so this, I think? thought I thought this was really I thought this was very well done uh, in the way of portraying race relations, mm. and it was interesting too because most of the people in the theater when I saw this were people of color, mm-hmm. which I thought was very interesting because obviously you got to support um, people of color making movies and starring in movies. Yeah. so go for it. Um, and actually, very very interestingly. Uh, the there was a woman who actually said something at the very end of the movie i'm gonna get to um but i really want to talk about this movie i think again this is very important Mm -hmm. um we get queen and slim or uh jody turner smith and daniel kaluuya Kaluuya, on the worst date ever he kind of just like they were it was a tinder date yeah and he was just like why did you come out tonight and she was kind of just like because I was in a bad mood, and yeah. I thought this was maybe better. She's a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, so it's not going well. No. <laughs> it's like they don't really want to see each other again. They like he's driving him home, and he, I guess, assumes that they're gonna sleep together, but like doesn't. Yeah. Uh, and she's just kind of like, "That's not who I am." I think the movie. It's, I I don't know. I wasn't too in. I wasn't too interested in. Um, their chemistry i don't think they had much chemistry um and i I know that they're not supposed to like that's the point of this there's two people unwillingly being thrown into the situation together and i thought that that would you know be cause for more uh of like a a, like a an interesting dynamic Mm -hmm. or like you know more fighting or more discussion but for most of it i felt like it was a lot of her telling him what to do <laughs> and him just being like okay well um, i mean I, I i i did see that they they were struggling to kind of connect which i mean is good acting because that's the point yeah uh but i also did enjoy that she took charge of the situation because she was a lawyer like she yeah. knew what she was doing whereas <laughs> slim was just kind of like what the what are we doing now like what yeah. the fuck is going on so she was the one that kind of like was the impetus for what happened when they were stopped she was the one that had the plan on going to her uncle's or whatever. Uh, and then and then she was the one that kind of just like ended it and was just like, let's get to that plane instead yeah. of like turning ourselves in or whatever. Yeah. So I did like that she was the one that was just pushing because Slim was kind of just like, he he tried to offer, a couple times he tried to offer Well, he solutions. was very, he was very um, complacent and very like yeah. uh, agreeable where he was like doing everything the cops said. He was like just do what you you racist ass has to do and like let me go and she was not having it and she was very like headstrong Mm -hmm. and and, like because she did know the law and like knew that this was all wrong racist cop gets Uh, shot racist cop gets shot after shooting her yeah i didn't expect because we didn't see that in the trailer no we only saw him getting shot yeah and she took it like a champ because she was fine after that yeah and she wasn't limping much she was just like i don't fucking care holding herself and she's like we gotta fucking go yeah uh and even like after he looks at her 
and it's just like what do we do and she was just like get in the car let's fucking go yeah um so i thought that was really cool so racist cop shot in the street and then there's like a a, a countrywide manhunt yeah. for these two people which trying to find is them. what would happen yeah because a cop was killed yeah. and that's all uh, and that's about. all i care about yeah. um what did happen halfway through the movie which i wasn't exactly sure if it really would happen in real life is when they got to after they leave their un- uh, her uncle and we get some interesting backstory about how her uncle killed, killed her, her mother mom, yeah. and, and then, then she defended him in court yeah. to get him off yeah. uh, which was interesting but yeah. and it was pretty I thought that was pretty cool it was a cool point of the movie um, just to kind of like point out that nobody's perfect and, and he's, he's a veteran stuff. so he's like messed yeah. up in the head about um, everything very paranoid and such so he he gives them the address of somebody to, that will help them get a plane and so they after they leave that person's house they're in the car and a black cop opens up the garage and just stares at them and then lets them go and kind of like looks left and right and kind of lets them go yeah i don't know if that would happen in real life i doubt it but at the same time he's a black cop and i'm sure he's he's been racist against many times before as, I, well, they tried to they tried to like really harp on that when yeah. he was he was with an, a white cop and he was like, I think I heard something mm-hmm. and then he he didn't like say anything racist. He was just like, it's nothing. Like yeah. it's you're worrying about nothing. And I guess that like it's racist enough. It's racist enough to hurt him to be like, you know what? I'm letting these criminals go because uh, why give them not? a fighting chance. Yeah, um, yeah. There were a few instances in yeah, the movie that like. That were like a little weird, um, yeah. including the moment right before that where they just jump out a window, <laughs> and she's like, "Roll!" and she immediately breaks her shoulder, or dislocates her shoulder. Um, also, I kind of feel like movies think that replacing a misplaced shoulder is easy. super easy. It's super easy. You just Everyone have knows to how to do it. Bite down on something and, and push. Right yeah, just in. push like, in a hmm, different that's direction. Not how and that's it works, it. but yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, this movie was really beautiful. The cinematography was like the best part, the in my opinion. Was gorgeous. When they were just the going music. through the yeah, when they were going through the the country and like you yeah. saw the landscapes and then the different places like the that club that they stopped at and where like the lights were like real mm-hmm. dark and you had neon red and you know like it was very beautiful to look at. Yeah. I also um, think one of the a soundtrack like pulling youth along this movie was also really interesting and really good. Something that I feel like we haven't heard yeah in a very long time or at all even just uh they play a lot of music on the radio because they're in their car most of the movie Mm -hmm. uh so like just flipping through the stations and picking a song and then having that song kind of like travel as the camera and the cinematography leave the car and and visit that landscape i thought was also very nice yeah yeah um but yeah save for those like little weird parts like the the guy when they stopped for food and the guy got hit by the, their truck and then they like drove him to the hospital <laughs> and he's like the worst dad ever <laughs> he's just like fuck you kid I'm fucking other women other than your mom and then he's just like like they drop him off at the hospital and he's just yeah, like black, black power. power see you later um, like just like weird parts like yeah. that were just like a little a little um, I think too handy. threw me a little off yeah, yeah. I, was, I was I was like let's get back to you guys running away from the law yeah. how about that um, and yeah, I, I feel like if they if they had better chemistry or if they were like, you know, there was I feel like that sex scene was awkward. It was. It didn't feel because 
I did. I still didn't buy their relationship. Yeah. I didn't buy them going from complete strangers that were on a bad date that don't like each other to being in love and on the, on the run from the law yeah. in in like the span of a day. I was like, I understand it's a stressful situation, <laughs> and you guys are banding together in this stressful situation. But like to go from that to just like let's fuck hard in this car for a good five minutes. That scene went on for a little while. <laughs> But it was also played against the scene where the kid shoots the cop in the face. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, that was that was rough. That was very rough. Um, but yeah, I mean, like like you said, it, it was a good, it was a good depiction of how how fluid race is mm-hmm. in America because you had what happened in the beginning, then you had a black kid shoot a black cop mm-hmm. in the face, and then that kid was killed for yeah. doing that, and then you had the the kids father the mechanic who disagreed with what they were doing yeah. but wouldn't turn them in yeah and then you had like um the um i forget his name a uh, slim's dad who uh hung up on him yeah uh, that was like, right before he yeah, even told him where he was yeah, exactly like uh, and even the white guys that were friends with her uncle that helped right, him out yeah the, the, the husband was very like wanting to help and the wife was just like i don't like this yeah another um, weird part having like a compartment under your bed you know i mean like, he's prepared I guess. <laughs> Very prepared. Uh, and then even at the end, when that guy, the white guy's friend who had the plane, turned them in. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the things that um, the woman was very vocal about in my theater. Because at the end of the movie, well, there's a little bit more to talk about. but Okay. Um, so, the, yeah, they meet this guy who's just, like, smoking weed. He's got, like, a grill on. And yeah. he's just like, let's go to this plane. You know, that's yeah. it. You're, like, we're getting you out of this country. We're yeah. taking you, whatever. So they trust him. Super helpful. They yeah, try to trust him immediately. Yeah. And they go. Um, he calls his guys, and he's just like, hey, let's, are you the plane ready yet? It's like, yeah, all right, let's go. Straight to the plane. They and, share a joint on the way there. Yeah. They're just ta- He's just talking about how he how much he appreciates what they're doing yeah. and, like, you guys gave us something to believe in yeah. and all that stuff. And then what happens? What he, ends up happening? He's the one that turned them in, in. He gets and gets money. all those, all what was it, like $250,000 a person a or something? Yeah. So at the end of the movie, he's just counting his yeah. money on his couch. Right after they shoot them yeah. <laughs> on the tarmac, yeah. right before they got into this plane, they're, she gets ripped up. Well, and I mean, then he does. Yeah. Well, she gets shot once, right? Like, and then he carries her, and then he gets lit up. Ripped like up. they just shoot the shit out of him. Which yeah. so dumb. like fucking police. Well, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I don't understand what the procedure is for police officers, especially when you have a billion of you and like two, two people, people that and, are unarmed. And listen, like, listen, I don't know what it's like to be a cop. I understand that. Cops are super precautious because there are crazy people who would, like, let's supposedly say in 2019, strap a bomb to their yeah. chest, run up to a group of cops, blow himself up. Even then, that they were, like, several <laughs> feet away where one of the cops could have shot out a knee at yeah, least. Seriously. And then would have been like, all right, That's get them. It. <laughs> it's over. Instead of everyone shooting semi-automatic like, yeah. guns right at the yeah. table. Yeah, uh. yeah. But then, so the movie didn't even end there. So the movie, that was the movie, but then, or that was part of the end of the scene. But then afterwards, there was a picture taken of them, the picture of the poster poster of them sitting on the car. Yeah. That was then plastered up in multiple places across the country. Yeah. And predominantly. Put on shirts. Yeah. yeah. Like they became a symbol. And they became yeah. a symbol. And I thought that was very interesting too, because we've done that plenty of times. Like sure. humanity has taken that and, and ran with it and um, tried to 
make what these people did a sign of the culture. Uh, and that is that I feel like was what this movie wanted to leave you with an impression of. And for me, I think it worked. It was very interesting to see that perspective, really kind of like go into that perspective 100%. And then even after the two people who were following die, we still see their legend kind of like carry on. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah. And then the the woman after, at, in my theater who, after the credits were rolling, what she said that really kind of like stuck it, like brought it home to me was... Uh, she said, "I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of specifically like how she worded it, because um, this was also after we find the black guy counting his money. She was like, uh, we need to stick up for each other because there are still other people like us who want to tear us down.' Okay. And, I, and I was just like, "Shit, <laughs> that <laughs> Shit, was you good. said it, yeah." So like, I I was just like, you know. This, yeah. this is the impression that it made not only to me but to other people yeah, I, know, it, you know, I thought it wrapped up pretty well yeah I mean it does sum it up like in a, in a way like it, it is a the conflict does come from a a tale as old as time where like it's just racism like white against black but throughout the movie you see that it's not that simple yeah. it's like all over the place it's it really is like um just black on black crime white on white crime black on white it's just it doesn't matter there are just assholes out yeah. there you know so yeah um what'd you think of it as a movie how many uh hmm um hmm how many uh awkward horse lessons out of 10 do you give this <laughs> uh <clears throat> i'm gonna give this one Probably, let's go with a solid seven awkward horse lessons out of ten. Uh, I think the message was very important. The way it was portrayed was nice. Cinematographically, it was very beautiful. Uh, soundtrack really kept it going. I think the acting was fine. It wasn't fantastic. Yeah. But I think they they were just put into situations that made them act weird towards each other in real life versus even on screen. It was kind of just like semi-realistic, and I think it was like too real. And yeah. they were just like, how not only how would I work or how would I act in this situation, but how would this character live in this situation? And I kind of feel like it missed its mark a little yeah. bit. Um, but I still, still think it's really important. I definitely think people should go see it. I definitely think people should try to empathize with these characters as much as possible and kind of like deal with their own internalized racism Mm -hmm. if at any point you feel like you have been you should talk about it Mm -hmm. with somebody um yeah so seven solid seven um i would probably go see it again yeah yeah i thought i thought it was very good cool um how many how many (coughs) um underground Southern jazz clubs <laughs> out of 10 would you give I give this movie a solid 6 underground jazz clubs out of 10 like you said it was a very important message and um, a super encompassing of all race relations in America I just thought there were too many of those weird instances throughout that kind of took you out of how 
grave the message was and how important like the subject matter is yeah. um, I as feel well like they as tried the, to inject it with some comedy and it yeah was it was like, like <sighs> a, it was like a weird like you know like hey it's not that bad all the time look there are horses like it was like you're running from the law I thought and um, you know like you guys should probably get there you know and not just like stop every 10 seconds and have a mini adventure of like the slice of America you know uh, and um and to your point about the acting, it was, I don't know if it was the acting, I don't know if it was the writing, but the chemistry between the two main characters that the movie is named after even wasn't doing it for me. It wasn't really believable in my opinion. And um, that kind of takes away from, you know, the poignant moments like the end where they both have gone through all this and then get killed anyway. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, it was really like beautifully shot and uh yeah go see this go see this in theaters i would say because it's probably like worth it to hear and see that on the big screen yeah i agree you know? cool now the question is do we keep going with a little bit of the heavy bombshells not as heavy but it is like you know a little uh it does have to do it does have with some bit. yeah yeah or do we go kind of or do we go uh ebb and flow and and do something uh we do knives out or star wars uh let's say i would say let's save star wars for the yeah, now all right all right cool. so knives out knives out let's do it this is coincidentally the uh, oh shit put them away. Um, <laughs> this is the last movie I saw. I saw this last weekend, so it's pretty fresh in my mind. Nice. You saw this a while ago, so it's probably not as fresh. But uh, and, and you know, it hasn't been that long. Cool. Good. I don't know how long it's been. It's been a year, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, yeah, I really like this movie. What'd you like? What'd you think about it? Um, I thought this movie was good. I, what did you think about Daniel Craig's Southern Drawl? So it was very caricaturish, uh, which I didn't mind because we he was supposed to be this character of like an old world kind of sleuth. Yeah. So that was okay. The worst part about his character that I didn't like was that he wasn't even that good of a sleuth. Like throughout the entire movie, he's like playing he's playing dumb for a reason, but he's not making any of the connections. Marta is the one that's making all the connections. Yeah. And she basically gave but him everything. Also, Marta was the the donut within the donut of the donut <laughs> hole of the donut and so and all right so this movie was marketed as a comedy i think right it was like the it was the trailer was a, a little a yeah. little wacky you yeah. know um it definitely i'm wasn't so glad to be a straight like whodunit right yeah and, and i'm Mystery so glad thriller i think um that's when these whodunits probably do the best i immediately think of clue yeah um and and just um just so glad that it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be, which is which was like a, a Wes Anderson y kind of like very uh quirky, quirky. kind of a yeah. thing. It it really was just like a whodunit with this um crazy family of characters. And those the crazy are the, character those are the ingredients you need for a murder mystery yeah. are just like fun characters that all have their own thing. They're they all have their own history, they all have secrets, yeah. they all have, you know, all these all these factors and then you have the sleuth who's trying to figure it all and out it all together yeah. from the outside doesn't know anything he's figuring it out slowly and Benoit Blanc I think the fact that our one of our main characters literally cannot lie so was such thing. a fun mechanic Did to you, have you like that? I love that so much because it's just 
It's not not only is it fun because you can't lie in a murder mystery, yeah. but because you vomit when you lie in a murder <laughs> mystery. So like it's it's just There's like a visceral it, reaction that right. she has. And to it's lying. and it's like it adds to the comedic effect of the whole thing. And you know I it, mean, that is true. So it was very silly, obviously, and that yeah. is one of the major parts of the silliness is that you have this character with a, uh, a character you could call it a flaw, you could call it just a personality quirk that is so extreme that it lends itself to the movie. Uh, Marta herself, I thought, was my favorite character. Oh, she was great. She was fantastic. She, she was killing she the shit out of it. Ana de Armas was destroying All it. the way. Yeah. Um, I thought that when they introduced that, the the, throw, the vomiting because of the, the lying, I was kind of like, what? Like really? Like this is gonna have this is gonna happen in a movie that's set today. Like this real like this is a thing. But that's the thing. It didn't feel like it was taking because it took place mostly in this weird mansion in the yeah. middle of nowhere. It was very much removed from yeah. the 2019 technology. So we didn't have cell phones everywhere. We didn't have like you know like it was just it was just everyone in this old mansion trying to figure out who killed who done it who done it who done it. And, and we actually get the answer yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. Which I was a little disappointed by, but then it's not the real. And then you, you've obviously There are other layers, yeah. yeah it's not it. the real, real answer. Right, yeah. But I didn't think the twist was a twist. Yeah, you I saw kinda, it coming? I kind of saw it coming. Okay. I didn't. I mean, I didn't see it completely, but I had a feeling, and my feeling just turned out to be right. Yeah, I think the biggest <clears throat> uh, issue with all of the circumstances surrounding the death were the like you have 10 minutes to live because i injected you with this much morphine yeah that doesn't happen <laughs> you don't have like a set time limit first of all and you would start exhibiting symptoms like immediately because it's the Almost dosage yeah. the dosage was like three milligrams and she gave him 100, 100. Yeah, so no. if it, like if you had given him 100 milligrams of morphine he would be like i'm i can't talk right now he, yeah he'd like it's you know, happening he get, he i'm just going out lazy, now yeah yeah um but other than that I couldn't like it was pretty airtight for a murder mystery these days. Yeah, like that's true. I, like to try and fool an audience in 2019. And you know he was very smart. He was actually going through everything too. He was like, you don't have the the naloxone, so you can't you can't Narcan kit me. If you call uh, uh, the ambulance, they won't it's gonna, get, here, it's gonna in get here in 15 minutes. Yeah. The, the average time for someone to get like what? So I thought that was really interesting. That was really cool. Uh, so they were trying to like catch everything, and I really like I believe that when they were writing this i feel like everyone was brainstorming like what For could sure. go wrong what yeah. could go wrong what how could you disprove this and then they were just like okay let's let's fix it how do we fix it yeah uh, because everything was pretty pretty sealed yeah and i do appreciate that i thought that was really good and there were points of it that were really funny i think just like the outrageous uh personalities of all these people i think made for a funny film by putting them all together so yeah. that was great um it was such, it was such a, like a ragtag group because it was like Jamie Lee Curtis's character was like the the most reasonable, I guess. She was the most like determined and most motivated by her in like motivation. Yeah. And she had her intent. And then it was like the pushover brother and mm-hmm. um, what's his name? I forget. Uh, Michael Shannon. Yeah. And um, uh, Don Johnson was just like this cheating <laughs> uh, douchebag. Yeah. Um, and uh, Tony Collette was like this influencer. Oh my gosh, uh, she person. was hilarious. Yeah, she was great. <laughs> and then you had the daughter who was like this social justice warrior, and mm-hmm. then the neo Nazi kid. Yeah. Like it was just like all over the place. Yeah, you really, all over you place. really had like every personality yeah. almost. And then we had Ransom in uh, Chris yeah, Evans, yeah. who uh, just I think he did great. He, he did was a good uh, job. he was super. Um, 
just douchey. <laughs> yeah. Just douchey And it greatness. was great. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, putting all this together and all of them expecting to get something from uh, their dad, I thought was Because really they're great. all inherently spoiled yeah. uh, brats. Yeah. And it was great. I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, so I, I mean, I knew, obviously, I mean, when they read the will, I knew she was getting everything and that was going to be the impetus for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was, I don't know. I just, I liked it. But there were just certain things about it as a whole, like even throughout the movie, the movie kept me in most of the time. I don't think there was anything out in there that kind of like pulled me out. There were times where I did legit laugh out loud. I think there were some really good moments in there. Um, and uh, even at the end, when we find when we find out that he knew that she was in the room already, simply because of the one drop of blood on her shoe. Yeah, I was just like, we couldn't. Like that's a me- what you're not what? gonna just he like, was, tell he was holding his cards to the vest and like you know get the bottom get to the bottom of it you know and and I love that he was also quirky as a detective yeah yeah he had his own and I love donuts I just love that Daniel Craig did something that's not James Bond you know because <laughs> everything he does he's just he's like this super serious English person yeah. as opposed to this wacky foghorn leghorn yeah. southern uh, sleuth. Who was, I don't even know if he was an actual cop. He was just like really good at being a detective. No, he was a, a, a private private inspector. Uh, private private a pr- personal investigator. There you go. Private investigator. That's it. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> P.I. Uh, I know the letters. P.I. He's a P.I. He's a P. And um, uh, But yeah. And yeah, I love me a, a take your jacket off, roll your sleeves up, tuck your tie in your shirt. <laughs> I'm going to drop all the truth right now yeah. scene like that was awesome and that's what I happened love, I love it I love the, it my favorite part was when Chris Evans took out the knife and, and stabbed her tried to stab Martha just Martha. another twist or another like curveball that was my favorite part yeah because it was foreshadowed and I love me a good foreshadowing <laughs> uh, at the very beginning when Marta is playing Go with Harlan and he's talking about everyone that every one of his family members and they get to the uh, subject of Ransom and he says he wouldn't be able to pick out a real knife from a toy from a 99 cent store. And what does he do? He picks out the 99 cent store toy, like yeah. knife that goes into the handle before he stabs Marta. And he's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Immediately tackled. That moment to me was like the perfect cherry on top of this movie. Right after getting thrown up on because right she held her yeah. lion. Yeah. She did. I thought that was yeah. great too. Um, and I, knew, I also knew that was a lie. I yeah, knew, every, I, I think everyone did. Yeah. And we were all just hoping she wouldn't throw up before yeah. he yeah. confessed because that's what she was baiting him yeah. for, you know. And then she did. And then yeah. blah. And then bam. And you go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. I think all there was not one character that annoyed me in it. I think everyone's performances carried it and the writing carried it. Um, yeah. Um, I was super, super fun. I would recommend going to see it if you love mysteries. This one's definitely one you shouldn't miss, and uh, comedies as well. How um, many crazy old grandmas out of ten? <laughs> she was great too. Are you back again? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give this. <laughs> Are you back again? <laughs> I'm gonna give this one. Um, what was it? Crazy old ladies. Crazy old grandmas. I'm going to give this a 9 Crazy Old Grandmas out of 10. Um, this is unexpectedly one of my favorite movies of the year. And uh, made me miss this genre. I want more whodunits. <laughs> what the hell, guys? Um, mm. What? 
they need to be done well. They need to be done well. Don't just go willy nilly. Yeah, just don't take crazy. Don't take Don't take out the fucking whodunit guns and start shooting like crazy. No, injecting it. I need a sniper rifle. Precision, like this one. That this one was great, and for all the reasons I listed, great acting, super fun characters, great twists, and you know just an unexpected gem in 2019 because you know these are not easy to do not easy to write at all nowadays um but i I mean i think it definitely um benefited from also being set in kind of this like outside world of wherever it was like whatever town they were in yeah in whatever state they were in yeah it was kind of just like it it was very old world it wasn't like a big city it wasn't la it wasn't new york it was kind of just like up in the hills yeah uh so i think that definitely definitely benefited that it was there uh versus you gotta do it in a cookie mansion (laughs) with secret entrances and shit yeah those are those are the the best that's the best that's the best um how many uh how many Secret windows out of ten? Do you give this? Oh, Which doesn't make window. sense. No, it really doesn't. Because uh, the only real reason for a secret window is for climbing in and out of it without being right. Lost. Yeah. Which if you have the... a terrace is great, but otherwise, if you're an old man, you're never gonna use it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to give this. I'll give it a a solid eight out of cool. ten. Um, it was good. I would definitely recommend it. It's fun. There's just certain things about it that kind of just didn't tickle me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that did tickle me, and I enjoyed it. David likes a good tickling, I and do, this, this tickled do, him only a little. I do tickle. I do, I do take a tickle, to tickling. I do like a tickle. <laughs> I do take to a tickle. I take to a, I take to a tickle. I'm, I'm Daniel you, Craig, and I, I take to a tickle, if you know what I'm reading. David likes a tickle. Tickle my pickle. Tickle his pickle. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Patrick Stewart. Were, uh, <laughs> get tickle him in Who Done It. Pickle. Get 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 him in a in Who Done It. Yeah, I'll, for I'll sure. Uh, yeah, so there were you know most of the characters were great. There were a couple of things that I kind of just didn't agree with. There were a couple of things that are kind of like difficult to do nowadays with Who Done It. They did it pretty well, but it wasn't perfect. Yeah. Um, eight out of ten. Cool. If you like Daniel Craig. If you like Ana de Armas, or if you like Whodunits, go see this movie. Yeah. Any, right. any combination of those three. Cool. Let's talk some Bombshell, shall we? Yeah. Cool. Bombshell. Starring. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, full spoilers ahead for Boy with Bombshell. Um, Obby. Obby. I really like this movie, too. <laughs> I this So this movie was, to me, a very... Like surprisingly, yeah, good movie. yeah. I, I honestly ha- didn't have much. Who's who's talking? Who's I don't, talking? I, who's, talking? <laughs> who's talking? Uh, I didn't have very much of an idea of what the movie was going to be about. I knew it was going to be Fox Women, but I completely forgot about this whole making Kelly. Uh, well, yeah. Thing. I mean, I w- I wasn't too invested in it when it happened, or you know, t- following the news too closely. Yeah. Um, this was. When Trump was running for president, right before first, elected, like like yeah. 2012, like 2011, 2012, maybe no, or, 2016. Oh wait, what year are we? <laughs> We're in 2019. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> um, you're right. 2015, 2016, <clears throat> and um, yeah, I mean, we both really liked the trailer. We both thought yeah, that there was, was done really great. well. It was, it was super tense. Well. It was yeah. um, in the elevator. Scene it told you a lot with no words, great. nothing. And so you know, we were we were going into this with pretty high hopes I mean I was and I was still pleasantly surprised yeah 
I thought it was I thought it was done really well and I and I I recently read a headline of an article because I I always not like to read articles before you review it so mm-hmm. it doesn't bias my um, review but I heard a or I saw a headline of an article that this movie tries to make you feel bad for the women of Fox it's like an anti-feminist kind See, of movie. I think but, they're grasping onto the wrong thing. Yes, I agree absolutely because one of the main things that I got from this movie, which I think is very important, is that no matter who you are, no matter what your political affiliation, political affiliation or whatever the fuck, no matter your race, no matter what like ethical, not ethical, uh, um, ethnic, like financial standard okay. you hold yourself to, women in general and men too, but mostly women will be harassed yeah and that's not okay (laughs) so and i think that's one of the main things that um i i took out from this is that you know you don't have to agree with their political standpoints you don't have to agree what they do and what they say but women don't deserve this yeah and you know it really showed you like by going into fox news we got characters like um Oh, what's her name from SNL? What just uh, Kate McKinnon's character? Yes. Oh man, we got characters like that that like you can that even if you're watching this and not a right wing mm-hmm. person, you're latching onto that character as person who didn't get couldn't get a job in journalism, anywhere else. got a job at Fox News, now can no longer work anywhere because she works at Fox News, yeah. and she's like a lesbian, yeah. and she's closeted because she's working for Fox News, you know, and then you have people that are obviously just doing what they need to to get ahead in this mm-hmm. field and don't really give a shit about the Anyone political yeah. aspect of it and that's they didn't harp this was a movie that centralized on 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 these strong characters and didn't rely too much on the political aspect of of what is Fox News yeah. and they didn't harp too much on like women are victims because this happened to them yeah. it was like these women, this this these things happen to them because of um, what's his name, Roger um, Ailes. Roger Ailes, and despite that, they took him down. Yeah, and that's what this movie's about. And dude, the performances she persisted. The performances were fucking amazing. Great, per- fa- like Charlize Theron. I her forgot, voice. <laughs> I forgot she was Charlize Theron. Like I was like, who's she? Who, who's Megan Kelly? <laughs> She's in this movie, and I was like, you know, um, I, I was trying to remember. Um, if that was Naomi Watts version, not Naomi Watts, um, who's um, the other? Margaret. Kid- no, 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 no. The other one. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. I was like, is that Nicole Kidman? No, that's Charlize Theron. And yeah. it's just like, it was just like I didn't know who anyone was. That's how good they were at being who they Their were. Their character. Um, and John Lithgow as a villain oh is always God. amazing. He's it's a, always he's, good. He's always amazing. He's always great. But him playing this, oh, man, it was, was so, so tough. It was so creepy. It was so tough though because you love. You love John Lithgow, but him being this super old, gross, David, creepy he's motherfucker. He's an actor, and he, he creeped you out because he's such job. a good actor. Yes, I agree. Yes. And I fucking Roger Ailes, he's yeah, a fucking man. creep. But uh, it was just so interesting. Interesting to see not. I mean, not only him just play this character, but also just seeing all the other male characters around these three amazing people. Yeah, and we we got to see supporting, uh, amazing supporting. Uh, uh, portrayals from like their husband um and then we got like even their kids were involved and then yeah. like we even tried to like see a boyfriend in there there's also people. like production assistants uh, with megan yeah. kelly's team yeah. and and uh and i love i love that little stuff. team it was like yeah. two girls and the one guy and the one guy is like 
it was interesting to see their their dynamic too because because right. it would they were well, they were all very focused on not losing their jobs yeah but they were also like this is worried about you her should, you yeah. should probably you know come forward with this and I thought that was great and even them like going to the other women and trying to get them to speak up on what happened I loved that yeah it that's but what you all, but again you still see both sides because you saw that other woman who was wearing the uh, uh, women for Roger or yeah, like Roger Team Taylor. Roger yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and I was just like, fuck that. But yeah, uh, but you see it and it's great. And he had a direct line to Donald Trump, which I love. One too. <laughs> uh, there was, and I feel like this movie, I, it wasn't out there to kind of make you hate Fox News. It wasn't out there to show you how bad they are. It yeah. kind of just shows you. That it's everywhere. Yeah. Like, no matter where you are, this is happening. Yeah. And uh, everyone's going through the same shit. Yeah. And you need to drop, like, your preconceived notions about this person works at Fox News, therefore they are this. Yeah. And and not only that they are this, but they deserve it. Yeah. And that was one of the things that even I kind of had trouble with back when it was actually happening. I remember myself saying, you know, she works at Fox News, like, I don't care. It's like, no, it doesn't matter where she works, what she does, what she wears. If they mandate them to wear skirts versus pants, like no nobody deserves any of that. Yeah, I also think they treated um, the acts, uh, the the harassment acts mm-hmm. themselves like very tastefully. Yeah, we didn't see um, Margot Robbie's character mm-hmm. like get actually sexually assaulted, yeah. but we what we did see was the 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 act before that yeah. which was enough it was oh, yeah. enough for us yeah, yeah. to get the message that yeah. this guy is bad news he's literally a just creep. like a creep in power yeah. telling a woman to like twirl for him and mm-hmm. raise her skirt and we see like like even like if you if you yeah. never got it that will make you get it yeah. just the look on her face yeah. as she has to do this because she wants to get ahead but yeah. she's just like this is wrong you know, like that, that really hammers the point mm-hmm. home. And even when Megyn Kelly is giving her statement to like the outside uh, investigation force and then you have that flashback yeah. of her in the office and he tries to kiss her those two times. Yeah. And then she was just like on the third time, like we did it. And I was just like, we didn't see it. And like, we know that she got away, but I was just like, oh, oh no, yeah. <laughs> it got you. It got you. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. Surprise. Uh, Surprise month. Surprise like surprise hits surprise hit yeah Surpri- cool. surprise for me it was it was very much a surprise hit yeah it was it was done tastefully and it was funny and like you forget who they're working for yeah it had like the um the uh what was it the appeal of like a political thriller without being boring yeah and it had narration and explanation when it needed to yeah because, like we just talked about, we weren't familiar with the subject matter, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to be. No, because you they just, introduce it for you. you. They're just like, "This is Fox News. This is how it works." And in even, case you didn't know, this is how. Every time that they jump, they yeah. give you a date or they give you like a, a big moment that's happening, and obviously it's based on real life, so you remember it yeah. or where you were, or what was happening right. around you during yeah. what it was happening. I love that they had a Rudy Giuliani in there. <laughs> oh, me too. Uh, everyone in the theater laughed. They were yeah, just like, God damn, <laughs> Giuliani. Can't get away from What him. are you doing? Oh, man. But, uh, oh, but yeah. I, weasel. Uh, it, was, it was really interestingly good. Yes. Interestingly good. Interestingly indeed. good. Indeed. Okay, cool. How many... Um, <laughs> how many... 
How many uh, CGI face Bill O'Reilly's at a 10 do you give this? CGI face Bill O'Reilly's. We got Seth Myers in there too, right? Was he on the Seth Myers show when he was getting interviewed? Oh, yeah. I think that was an actual clip, though. That was a clip, yeah. yeah. I also liked how they did that too. Every, yeah. All the archival footage was real. Yeah, like Trump uh, yeah. interviewing Megyn Kelly was real and all that. Yeah. Um, I thought this was good. I, I definitely I'm gonna give this one uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give this one an eight out of ten Bill okay. CGI Bill O'Reilly faces. Bill 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 O'Reilly, um, cause it made me sympathize with people I never thought I'd be able to sympathize with, uh, and it did a really yep. good job at holding on to the important facts while not making me feel super emotional about it. Like mm-hmm. they were giving you like, this is exactly what happened. And obviously it's being acted in a way that's being portrayed by these people that want to make you feel emotion. But the reason why I feel bad for them is not because of who it's happening to, it's that it happened. Yeah. So I thought that was really important of a distinction for the movie to make and I really enjoyed them and it. And yes. eight out of 10, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see how many what were their names uh, <laughs> how many how many um, Murdoch family assholes out of 10 do you give this movie <laughs> I give this movie I will agree with you 8 uh, asshole Murdoch family members out of 10 it it um, it stuck to the point of what the movie was about and that is sexual harassment is not okay and it didn't harp like I said earlier it didn't harp on um you know, women being victims, and it didn't harp on Fox News being the devil. Yeah. It just, like you said, laid out everything and was just like, "You fucking be the d- judge." Like, mm-hmm. do you think this was wrong? Like, yeah. we're just telling you what happened. Um, you know, combine that with the amazing performances of everyone, mm-hmm. you just have a great movie and a and a great like snippet of history. And you know, it's it's kind of coinciding with the election and things you vaguely remember. And these things were all happening behind the scenes, and that's and something Trump's that shouldn't is, be uh, is He's uh, impeached here, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, let's uh, get him out of there. Yeah, it's not gonna happen, but you know what? But, I mean, he's out no matter what in a year, so let's get it. Let's get that going. Let's just you know, he yeah. just explode. Yeah, let's kill him. <laughs> <laughs> SWAT just came in here, you guys. <laughs> But All they're right. very, being very polite. Uh, they're just like finish. Last, okay, cool. I went last thing. Uh, what did you think about Margot Robbie's character at the very end when she left? Um, because I kind of felt like that was bad. I, I mean, not that it was bad, but it was kind of like unfair for Kate McKinnon's character because she had to stay there because she can't leave because she uh, needs a job. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Kate McKinnon seemed to be cool with it. Like she was just. Like, it was a powerful. On, it was a powerful moment for yeah, her. Yeah. Um. And I was, and even like if I was Kate McKinnon character, I'd probably leave with her too. But but, again, but you have yeah. to remember that Margot Robbie's character is the one that was subjected to the act, yeah. and probably going to work every day would be a constant well, reminder. Never of be it. able to do that, yeah. So you know, like I totally get it, and you know, go do your thing. <laughs> you know, good luck. Yeah, in the future. Yeah. In the future. I don't. I, that was one of the. Michael Kine. Uh, I don't want to be on TV. I want to be on Fox. Yeah. And I was like, oh, honey, no, <laughs> yeah, honey, <laughs> what are you doing, honey? Oh no, honey! What is you doing? Uh, all right, let's move it on. All right, last, uh, uh, no, not last, but not least. 
Do but, you want to talk about Doctor Sleep real quick? Uh, yeah, let's talk about Doctor Sleep real quick before right. we go on to. I saw The Shining. That's my recap. That's that's the end. That's it for me. So, Peter. um, I I uh, I I like Doctor Sleep. I thought it was a cool throwback. Um, so it wasn't like um, Pet Cemetery at all. No, it was. Or, I mean, chapter two. Um. Well, it was obviously a continuation of the story. You know what this movie was, which I thought was interesting? It was a... And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you about it, because I feel like you kind of would have felt it was similar. This was a superhero origin story. Oh, because they have The Shining. Yeah. Yeah. So in this movie, uh, Dr. Sleep, The Shining is what... Is that ability? Is what uh, Danny calls his ability. His, His ability to kind of like talk to and see people who are no longer here or spirits yeah. or ghosts or whatever you want to call it. they they kind of like go through this um uh like what do you call it kind of do we get uh, a clear definition of what the shining means in terms of like abilities or is it literally just i can talk to the dead and they no, can talk we, to me? we do get a little bit better of an understanding of what it is because one of the things that we've seen in the movie is that the shining is an energy is it a it's a source that exists in the world that's Finite? Kind of through families, but also finite. Okay. So if you take it, you can control it and hold it and then feed yourself on it. Um, So people who have The Shining, like Ewan McGregor's character, Danny, and the young woman, Abra, which I loved her name was Abra. The Pokemon. uh, She's played by Kylie Curran. She and him kind of have this, uh, at the very beginning of the movie, this kind of like... Um, overlap in a dream so they see each other not like physically kind of like they mentally kind of notice that each other is there so Uh that's when you see they're writing notes to each other on the blackboard okay and so then when she writes a note he sees it and then he responds to it so they have this kind of like relationship where they're just kind of like talking to each other psychically Mm -hmm. Uh, but we then find out that there are these people that eat babies who eat the the shining right uh what are they called they're they are called they call themselves the true knot k-n-o-t oh the true knot uh so they are traveling and they've been living on this earth for who knows how long because they take sustenance from eating and devouring the shining so one of the ways they actually show it in one of the girls in the trailer no when they're like in the forest smoke yeah and they like inhale it and like they get the the, uh, their eyes like glow or whatever um so they actually one of so one of one of the first times that we see them uh, it's with the little girl by the river and she has the shining so she kind of like senses danger but again the shining shows up in different kids in different ways so one of the girls that has the shining that actually makes join her team has the shining of influence so she can whisper into your ear and you do what she says so she's actually been using her power for good which is why they take her on her team she actually talks to pedophiles and she's just like, you know, you met me online. You, like, how old do you think I am? And she's like, and the, the guy will be like, I, you know, you look like you couldn't be a day over 14. Let's like yeah. go back. And then she's like, okay, cool. And then she like shanks him. Nice. So like she's doing it for good. Yeah. But then she gets wrapped up with the true knot. And because if you do, you need to, you know, basically, and you, you stop growing. Like you, you stay at that one age forever, but you have to eat you can't eat anything else nothing else gives you nourishment or sustenance except for the shining so what you have to do is find other people who have the shining kill them take their shine and then that's it okay so one so of their shining vampires yes okay so one of the kids that they get is a um 
a kid on a baseball team in some midwestern field he's got the shining of uh like um direction so when he hits the ball for whatever baseball team he's on he's able to kind of like direct it with his mind which is why he's so good he's only like fucking 10 and they like they devour him like they cut him open make him suffer and die because the more pain you feel the stronger you're you're whoa yeah it's dark holy shit it's pretty intense so the girl abra she gets it she finds out that this kid has been killed and she looks at his picture on like their school computer or whatever and she gets like instantly transported and she feels what he feels and she like screams and like she's in her bed and she like you know starts sweating and everything and it's like she's holding onto her stomach because that's where they cut so that's when you get that she has a very powerful shine she's able to she's got the um she's got multiple shines actually she's got the, the the shine of um I forget what it's called, but she can do telekin like she telekinesis. She can talk to people. She can go into people's bodies, and then she can also trap you in your mind. So she's a super powerful shiner. Okay. Um, she's Jean Grey. He's Professor ba- X. P- pretty much. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> one of the things that Danny has his shine is the is the shine of entrapment. So he's able to shine you or uh, uh, shine you in your mind and then trap you. And the way that you can do that is by any kind of like visualization of where you want to trap people. So they go to the hotel. And of course he has yeah. to trap her at the hotel. And the way that he does it was really cool too because you actually see the old black guy uh, come back. What's his name? He died. Yeah. Well, no, he's, well, yeah, he's, able, to, to he's able to. He's got the shame. Yeah. They, they're able to shine with each other. And the way that he was able to tell him or kind of like guide him into doing that was by bringing him a box. And he was just like, anytime you feel anything bad... Oh, his mom did it, actually. It's like you put it in the box and you close it. So that's his visualization visualization of how to trap people. Uh, so he's done it with everyone at the hotel. <laughs> like he's got, he's, if you go into his mind, it's the it's the maze Tell me, and all the boxes. Does Jack Nicholson make a comeback in CGI face? Yes. <gasps> I really want to see this now. So he goes back to the hotel to, and he's trying to get... Uh, Abra away from the Shiners. Most of the Shiners are systematically killed, either starved to death or physically killed until there's the one left. Uh, what's her name? Um, the main one. Uh, what's her name? The main one. Rebecca Ferguson. There you go. Rose, her name is in the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, so she's the one with the hat and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so she, they're baiting he her. He brings to, her to the maze, and Jack Nicholson comes out of nowhere with an axe. No, so you know what happens is really cool. Is all three of them meet in the lobby, <clears throat> and they go into Abra and Rose go into Danny's mind, and in Danny's mind is the hedge maze. So Abra is running around the maze. Rose is following her. Abra is super powerful. She's able to like teleport herself inside of Danny's mind. And she's able to like slice up Rose a little bit with like a little knife. And before she's able to, what their plan was, was she, he was going to trap her in a box. Uh-huh. So it's really cool how they show it too, because they're in the snow and she's got Abra like choking up here and Rose and behind her is literally a giant box literally like, like closing close on in yeah. on her until finally she just like breaks out. And then he's like, what's the next thing I have to do? He's got to open all his boxes. So he opens up all the boxes in the hotel, all of the... You know, hello Danny all the people or whatever all the horrors all the, the horrors from The Shining attack her and then finally I think they try to they kill her somehow um, I think that's that's how it ends do we hear uh, a hear Johnny's here's Johnny hear no Johnny's? but we, we we see the old lady 
uh, one of the way that he actually interacts with his father is that his father is now the bartender at the bar. <gasps> wow. So he goes into the bar and he sits down and he's like, you know, let's have a drink. And Danny's been sober for like, in the in that point in the movie, he's been sober for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, no, the drink wasn't mine. The, the drink wasn't my sin, it was yours. So like he throws it across the thing and the, the bartender stops it and he puts it back, takes a drink and he pours another one. He's like, no, like you need this for whatever. But then you actually like, you, the only part of him you see is his hands and the drinks. You don't even see his face until the very end when he's like, he's looking at him and he's like almost crying because he was just like, you left us, you know, like you were the worst part of our life and now I have to relive this. And he like pans up and he's just like, you know, uh, you're going to be with me here forever or something like that. And it was pretty cool. But it was Jack Nicholson? It was CGI face Jack Nicholson. Like, it, you're it wasn't, be here wasn't really with me him. forever. Um, but it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. It was a fun superhero horror like superhero uh, origin story movie yeah Um, so then what he needs to do at the end uh, Danny realizes is that he needs to get Abra out and he needs to destroy the hotel which he does with his shine he's he turns on the the boiler the entire thing explodes with him in it and Abra is then taken by the police she goes home so Danny doesn't make it Danny doesn't make it so then the next thing you see is Danny uh, Abra's dad got killed by the Shiners so Abra is at home with mom and she's just in her bed and she's looking at the window and she's talking to Danny and then she looks back at her mom and looks back at the window and Danny's gone so he realizes like he's she's like he is now to her what the black guy was to him Mm. like he's like the 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 spirit that's guiding her uh-huh. uh, and then there's this one move part in the movie where Danny's a little kid you actually go like you see Danny, oh, Danny. as a kid yeah. and his mom Olive Oil like, <laughs> herself interact a, a lot as a flashback but it's like it's not CGI face it's just actors that are acting like their kids uh-huh. so it was pretty cool one of the times that he the first time that he um, does the box trick by planning press him in the box he goes uh, he's like walking down he needs to go to the bathroom he has to pee he's, it's early in the morning whatever and you see the old lady in the bathtub, like, like pull back the curtain and like wave to him. And so when he does it, he goes into the bathroom, he closes the door, and he just thinks, and all you see is just like the block, box, closed shut. So then at the end of the movie, since he let everyone out, Abra walks, he goes down to walk downstairs, and she looks back, and it's the old lady, and in she like lays in, and then she she looks at him, she's just like, and she walks into the bathroom and closes the door, and that's how it ends. Aww. Uh, it was a cool callback. I thought the movie was done very well. The script was amazing. The action was really cool. Just like it was a horror, it was grotesque. I thought the the flow of the film was a little bit slow towards the beginning because there's a lot of like uh, introductory stuff between who Abra is and then who Danny becomes. Uh, yeah. There's like a full half hour of him just getting sober. So okay. it like skips like six months at a time and then we have the flashbacks inside. And I was mm-hmm. kind of just like, get to it. Like I want to see magic. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the shine. Yeah. Um, but then when it hits, it, it like it goes and it doesn't stop. It like, like see enter scene, like shit is happening. People are dying and stuff. Uh, so it was really cool. How um, many uh, shiny shinies? I definitely give it a, ten, a nine out of ten shiny shines. Wow. Uh, it, was re- it was a really good addition to The Shining. Uh, it wasn't a reboot. It wasn't kind of like a, you know, a Pet Cemetery reboot. It wasn't an It 2. It was a continued story about who Danny is and what he can then give on. And I definitely feel like we can get we can get a sequ- another sequel if they do it right, if they I want think, to. I think with, um, especially with movies as, as a important or as uh, 
impactful as The Shining. The sequels, the longer you wait the between become, them, yeah. the better they become. And we'll know for sure when we watch Top Gun. But, you know, <laughs> like, when you just pump them out one after the other, yeah. it, it it's, like, done in a more hastily fashion. Yeah. They had like uh, so many years uh, to think about where they wanted to take yeah. the story. And, you know, you got Doctor Sleep because of it. From the, the the bad ones I'm thinking of is Unbreakable Split and right and uh, um, uh, Glass. Glass yeah yeah because yeah the last yeah like, because uh, Unbreakable and Split are technically sequels and yeah. we that was like what ten years good. apart or something and it was good and then they came out with it like the next to year, be fair we didn't know it was a sequel until the very last <laughs> a bit but you know what it still counts <laughs> it still counts it still counts it still, still counts, counts. Uh, yeah so I really enjoyed it I think you will enjoy it as well and once you see it. I want to talk about it. All right, cool. I shall. So, I shall shine. Continue. All right, last movie of the year. David, it's Star Wars Episode Nine, The Last Jedi? No. The Rise of Skywalker. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Skywalker. Skywalker. Use it. Use so. Anger. So. So. Yeah, exactly. So. All so right. this movie... I will say that this movie was the best of this trilogy. What Do you, do you agree or do you disagree? I I feel like it was just as good as The Force Awakens. I, I feel like it was just a smidge better. Just a smidge. Just I, a smidge. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. It's just a yeah. smidge better. Uh, I was still disappointed. Oh, yeah. Anticlimactic is the word I would use for As fuck. As fuck. We all they knew this was coming from episode... Cannot. Seven. Should not have very mad about them sorry um introducing palpatine palpatine in the in the in the scroll in the first five seconds of the movie you bring him back after what 50 what 20 years or something um, like that he died uh the he died at Endor, so uh, canonically uh, it was like, hey, <laughs> that was like at least 40 years it's 30 been, to 40 years. it's been so long yeah and like we get it he was in the trailer so we know he's coming back but you don't have to introduce him in the scroll. Yeah. Like the universe has heard Alfred or Well, they put it's him. Like, no. They put him in that. They put him in the trailer for that very reason. You know, because like, they him, want you to. It's not to supposed be to be a surprise. A reveal. There it's, needs to be like, why is he here and what he's he doing? I know but what then you're you saying. You get it, and then literally and the next shit. scene yeah. is fucking Kylo emo ren yeah going on a killing spree and then and then visiting him like he's just like he's just like oh here i am you know yeah. like you found me <laughs> it yeah. got me tight yeah but tight butt <laughs> <laughs> no but comma oh uh continuing on from that <laughs> palpatine fucks palpatine bucks <laughs> he fucks <laughs> You know he does. Who wouldn't? You use the dark side. That's why you do it. But because like, Jedi's can't. Because so, Jedi can't. He fucks. But does he? I want to know. Who? Can you show me? <laughs> I want to know about these Palpatines like me. Like me. Um, does he? Does, did he rape? I or don't, did he just like? Did he? He couldn't, he couldn't have fallen in love. Listen, like man. that's too out. Like, but then also when? Like what's the timeline? He's super old. Did he like? David, how these are all questions. These We're are, never gonna get an answer. These are all questions you're not gonna get the answer for. But these are also all questions you have to realize that come from hastily writing, I guess, all these scripts and just not thinking about where you wanted to take the story because. All right, 
this is going to turn into a discussion about all three of these movies. Um, I'll keep it brief. Um, but you started out on a shitty foundation where we had this mysterious character in Ray. We had a really bad villain with Kylo who, like, if we're talking Star Wars, think about episode four and how Darth Vader was introduced. Badass comes onto a ship, kills everybody, and we don't know his deal. All we know is that he wants the princess. He wants this. He wants that. He wants to rule the galaxy. And that's all we need. We try that again with this one with Kylo Ren because he's another mass figure. First comes into a village. No, I was on board. Like he came into that village, fucked shit up, caught a, 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 a fucking blaster. A bolt. Yeah, in the air. In the air. So we know this guy is fucking strong. Force sensitive. He's got. Walk. He's got a really, really like just good voice with the really mask on. Great voice. Great voice. Just like over the top lightsaber, and it's like pulsating. Mm-hmm. And he's just like fucking the embodiment of evil. Yeah. But where's Skywalker? But he takes his mask off halfway or three quarters of the movie. And that's when it loses me. And that's where we <laughs> don't have that villain anymore. And not only do we get mopey-faced Adam Driver behind the mask, but we also get someone who lacks motivation because he doesn't ever... We don't ever get a concrete answer as to why he's being a little shit. You know? Han and Leia were wonderful parents to him. (laughs) Luke taught him the ways of the Force. You know? He was okay. He he didn't he didn't directly turn him into the dark side. Well, I mean, like, I, what was the reason? That's what I want to know. And and before any Star Wars nerds hit us up, and they're just like, remember in Last Jedi when Snoke was the one whispering in both Luke and Kylo's ear to like you know be evil? Like that's that's not a good enough reason. If you're gonna if you're gonna make Kylo Ren the villain, you need to, to be you need to make him reason. villain. You need to make him a fucking warlord of the galaxy that wants to take yeah. everything over or like give him like something in his past that made him this way but yeah. no not like he used that <laughs> bad guy used force ba- powers on him and that's why he's bad, bad. Yeah. that's why he killed like, no, luke he's or stronger like, tried than to kill that. Luke. and yeah and so we just like at the end of the force awakens we get the big han dies thing and you know like that's really bad but you're still like on the hook because you're like maybe we'll get an answer in the next movie as to why he killed Han and then you don't you just get like he woke up in the middle of the night and Luke was up above him with his lightsaber and he was like that's it I'm gonna be a dark lord and then they (laughs) fight or whatever and from then on he's Kylo Ren like like there's no being fearful of him there's no um wondering if our heroes are gonna make it like it's just like fuck that mopey teenager like kill him please like (laughs) just kill him not because he's bad but because he sucks just kill him he's ruining everything good yeah they try to redeem him which makes no sense to me it makes no sense to me either because if they were gonna do so they were i was talking to gabby about this uh (laughs) they if they were going to give me reasons why kylo would turn to the light side they should have been peppering those in throughout the entire series versus simply just having a talk with his dad and seeing and hearing his mom say Ben yeah versus there were so many more reasons why Ray should have went bad yeah. because we peppered those in along the way too and she fucking did with force lightning yeah. which I thought and, was pretty bad and conceivably killed Chewie. Chewie and I was like no way dude like and I knew I, he wasn't dead I I 
I wanted to believe that he was, but only because I was like, all right, let's make this movie make sense. <laughs> She's got to kill Chewie, right? We got to make her bad. Yeah. But we find out that it's the old it transport, transport switcheroo. Which, who, how, would, they would have seen that, wouldn't they have? But the would audience they have didn't. felt that? But the wouldn't audience didn't. That was ugh, terrible. They... Mm. And they introduced so many different things about the force that they could do that never have happened before. So why no, not? All you need to do is train with a little robot in the jungle for a year or whatever, and you become <laughs> you could be able to you become pull the ships avatar. out of the sky. Yeah. She was totally. Folk- I, I feel like they were they stole a lot of things from the avatar. She was floating with those rocks around her in the same exact yeah like pattern, pattern that uh, with, the rocks were while she was in meditation was like, pose. Mm, that's Aang. But, um, but yeah, there were a lot of like, wonky things like that. And um, oh man, I just had it. Um, fuck. Uh, fuck. Uh, shit. Oh, I remember. Um, that thing, like, like Finn. Finn was the least annoying in this movie. I was never a fan of Finn's character just because it was so shallow. Like, all of the characters were never yeah. developed enough. And Finn was, like, the most egregious example of that. Um, going back to The Force Awakens, he's motivated by what seems like a crush on Rey. On Rey. Like, he's and with BB-8 in the desert... Yeah, and, and then like she's like, oh, you're a member of the Resistance? And all he does is look at her and he's just like, yeah, I'm a member of the Resistance. That's me. And that's like his character from yeah. now on. I guess like he all he cares about is Rey, but we never get her. we never get like why. Like if, if it's because she's so beautiful to you, fucking let us know. You know, <laughs> let her know for sure. Or like, yeah, you know. There's a couple of things in, the, in this movie where he was like, I never told you. Yeah. And then they said what? And he never we never get that. to we never tell get her. We never like, get it. What the hell was that? I, I saw something on Instagram, so it's not reliable. But uh, <laughs> at a panel, apparently J.J. Abrams said that what he was going to say is that he's force sensitive. That he's able to use the force. That's what his secret was going to be. But also, like, why would you tell someone that when you're Just about to do it, sink into the sand or whatever? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Nothing happens with that, so we don't get it. Um, I know. I know. <laughs> Disappointed. Disappointed. Yeah. And the action in this movie was the most, like, well-paced, I thought, and, you know, the most exciting of the series. The Last Jedi was kind of a snooze fest yeah, in that it. regard. Um, but this movie had a lot of like you know fun starship battles, a lot yeah. of fun lightsaber stuff. What did you think about the pillar of lightning? The pillar of light. Oh man, dude, How it's just amazing. <laughs> well, when Darth Sidious was just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. It's the first. It's the first uh, live action movie we finally get Force Unleash esque kind yeah. of shit where we like when we were kids and we were watching the phantom menace and we we're yeah. just like you guys are space wizards use Fucking your fuck, do it. Use your magic <laughs> you have so much magic use it put the lightsaber away just <laughs> joke them or whatever and pull ships out of the sky but this is the first time we got that kind of uh usage yeah and um i was all for it but you know it's not uh it's, it's surrounding a story we don't care about exactly. and like yeah. Like it, was fun. it was fun to see shit. it. It was it was great to see it, especially in like super high def. I saw it in IMAX, so it was like beautiful. Oh, man, it was in my face. It would like blew my mind. But then again, like you're you're seeing Darth um, Kylo. No, Darth Sidious. He does oh. the lightning, and then you see Ray and and even Kylo with the Knights of Rem. 
which Run, were yeah. so much cooler than they were and at they the were end. they were in it for like 30 seconds yeah, it was t- so tops. terrible yeah. uh and then she he kills them like no problem by doing that cool like f- i'm gonna force you i was just about to bring that the lightsaber I loved, out of nowhere i loved that we i mean i get it we don't have to explain why that happens or like why you can bring certain items into another but also, person's you know we've only ever seen that happen with ray and like, and kylo, uh, and kylo. Yeah. so like Ben. Because they're both like is is the, are the, they the re, like can you only do it with people like that? Well, to the they force? they were we know, never they were, know we they never were going know. all about destiny and how um, they were both halves of the force yeah. because he was a Skywalker and she was a Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Why that makes the force, I don't fucking know. We never what what bothered me most about the Palpatine quote unquote reveal is that all right. So in Star Wars lore, yes. Emperor Palpatine was Emperor Palpatine <laughs> was he was a powerful dark Jedi. We get that. Skywalkers, there's prophecy around. Yeah, that. we were all told that Anakin was the one. Yeah, he's gonna bring balance to the Force. Skywalker, Skywalker, Skywalker. This is all the Skywalkers. And Palpatine is just the bad guy. He's a powerful bad guy. What? is significant about this part like we never got any prophecy regarding like the skywalkers will face a great threat known as the palpatines <laughs> or whatever or they were like neighbors one day and they just like both super <laughs> into the force yeah they were just like never connected in that way it, the connection just comes from palpatine yeah. taking darth vader under his wing and that's it and then they that's were tied forever right so you know all this bullshit fate destiny nonsense didn't lend into into explaining anything or or giving us any closure whatsoever it was mostly just like this one's related to a cool one and this one's related yeah. to a cool one therefore let's have them be that's it. halves let, of the force yeah. um let them fight how weird was the kiss uh, so weird and unnecessary. Absolutely unnecessary. Uh, as they were, as they were doing that, as they were trading like life forces, tra- tra- uh, trading life forces back to each other, back and forth. I looked at them and I was just like, "Don't you talk? Don't you? Yeah. Do it. Like, don't yeah. why? There's you shouldn't stop this- slamming the table, man. <laughs> you can't. This doesn't make sense. There's no reason for them to do this. Everyone why are you in doing my this? theater let out a collective groan when it happened. Yeah. Did that happen to you? We I were, groaned. We were all just like. <laughs> What? Huh? Yeah. All you heard was what? Huh? Oh. No. Oh. Uh, what? And then huh? he disappeared. And then he disappeared in the foot, turns the clothes. Like, he turns the clothes. You, you yeah. know what? It oh, was man. not lots of disappointment. Disappointment. It was just so weird. Yeah. It was just so weird. And a lot of, a lot of dos ex machinas to obviously. And what bothers me most about it is that this is the last movie in the Skywalker story. Yeah. So if to have it tied up so hastily and not given it's any annoying. thought is really yeah. annoying. Um, just to point out like another weird shit, that dagger that was the key to like where the other Horcrux or whatever yeah. was. Like and you and held it, and then 3PO. you had to hold it against the fucking star, the, the Death Star, and it, as long as it lines perfectly, it'll tell you where it is. Like, who it's, does that? It's a space station in the middle of a fucking raging ocean. You don't think it would have shifted a little bit that whenever the fuck you designed that knife and was just like, no, dude, I made it so you can. Fu-. No, no, no. Also, I hated not. that C3 PO couldn't. He could read it, but he couldn't say it out loud. I thought that was. I thought they were gonna have more fun with it, or like there was gonna be a reason for that. I thought it was gonna like maybe have us explore the Sith more Mm because that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Um, We never get 
and not a clear idea of what the Sith is. If you ask a casual fan what's the Sith, they're gonna be like, no, the, the bad guys. guys. It's like <laughs> the but red no, ones. But they're the bad like alien race that yeah. started all the dark side, you know. And then that like the 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 fucking shrouded dementors in the in the fucking uh, bleachers <laughs> while while Palpatine yeah. was doing his lightning yeah. show. Like those were all technically Sith, I guess. But like we never got nope. that. Like they were just like yeah, got <laughs> just like fans, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it's just, and I'm sure, like, Carrie Fisher's death had a small part into, like, you know, Heath Ledger syndrome with, like, Mm -hmm. the Dark Knight trilogy and, like, how an actor's death can impact the, the, the the direction of the movies. Um, I'm sure they had to rewrite a few things, but to make it, to get to this point, I want to know what the plan was and where, like <laughs> how, how could it not have been salvaged? Even if you, even if J.J. Abrams came out in a press conference and was just like, listen, Carrie Fisher's death has ruined the movies. Give us another five years because we need to figure this shit out. Yeah. I would be like, thank you. Go for it. Yeah. I'll wait as long as it's good. Yeah. Fucking you, the, you man. That was another thing that I think they did that hurt them obviously over the course of the movies is that they didn't wait enough in between each movies uh to give us something that was substantial uh one of the things that i did read about jj abrams involvement with um nine no was it seven and nine and not of eight was because since he was working on seven he didn't have enough time to fully devote to eight to be able to be on for as long as he wanted it to be uh-huh. and i was just like just delay the movie another year or two. Yeah. Like, we will wait. No, Disney can't. Though. But exactly. Disney wants it out, and they are going to hire somebody who's never directed a and Star Disney's Wars And Disney's probably just like, fucking... It's money. Like, it's, who cares? It's Star Wars. You can't fuck this up. But get, they did. Get it out, JJ. That's, um, that's the CEO but, uh, of... Uh, of Disney. Disney. Get, Get it out, out JJ. JJ. Come on. Come on. You can do Come it. Come on. Uh, Daddy I'm paying needs, you enough. Daddy needs his quiche. Um, but yeah, that is, just makes me more mad. Um, oh, yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. The movie's out. Movie's out. So it's, it's over. Like the Skywalker saga is um, over. And there's so many things that were wrong about it. So many things that we could harp on. So many things that we just like don't fit. But what was good about it? Well, um, you know, I liked the. Uh, I like the stars in the Star Wars. Um, no, like I said, like it's it was the it was the best one of this trilogy, and in my opinion, we got like real fun environments like that, like um, that fucking Burning Man festival that was going on in the <laughs> desert. That was cool to like. To, I love Star Wars. Really like pops when when you put it in a like a cool location yeah. like that, or Hoth, or you know Endor, even just just like. You're, you have this rich just galaxy full of planets literally every movie you introduce like 12 planets that no one's ever heard of <laughs> and we end up back in Tatooine for some reason <laughs> like just just explore the space <laughs> just literally like go to different planets that's when it's awesome to like put it back behind like even when they went to that snow planet and the the empire the first mm-hmm. order was like going knocking on doors and shit yeah. it was a very like spy-esque yeah like almost like fucking nazi occupied yeah. germany or something where they were like sneaking around um so the environments were fun um like i said the the like light speed jumps that they were doing were cool i like that just like stuff you don't normally see in a star wars movie that you you would see in like star trek or something um lightsaber fight well we had like two of them 
two they were of, okay. There was the one in the the water planet, yeah. and then there was one at the end. Um, Kylo and yeah, it was it was cool. It was it was uh, it doesn't need it to be prequels. We don't need to have a lightsaber fight say, every was, ten I seconds. Like, I feel like it wasn't as choreographed as well. It was very kind of just like sluggish, like. Like but I like heavy, that because they're because they're slicing. going they're going in between the prequels and the old ones yeah. where the old ones are like Excalibur mm-hmm. like sword fighting and then the prequels are like one handed fucking backflips and shit and this one's just like you know just like fast paced Excalibur yeah. stuff um, so that 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 stuff was cool the use of the force was really great yeah even like healing and pulling shit out of the sky and you know huge lightning storms. Um, the effects were great. That scene at the end where all the starships came out yeah. and there were just a billion, <laughs> a billion ships and they were all different and they were all coming in. Lando coming in and laughing every 10 seconds, <laughs> just like, ha, 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 you son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, that was great. Lando being in it was great. Yeah. I love that. Um, I love that he like came out when he did. Like he was like, save them. And then he was just like, it's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Um, that's all he says. That's all he says. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, yeah, and let's see what else did I like. I liked, I liked how um, Chewie was devastated when he found out the uh, princess died. Yeah, sad Chewie. Sad. That was, I was going to say there was two parts of it that actually made me feel like whatever, whatever it was. There was two parts that specifically made me feel something, whether it was sadness or excitement or whatever. It's not a lot. Two out of an yeah. entire two-hour movie, especially in a Star Wars movie. In, in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Uh, one, the first one was when, uh, actually three then, I guess. The first, the first one was when she did the Force Lightning, when she was trying to pull down the transporter. The second one was when Chewie fell to his knees, mm-hmm. finding out that Leia was, uh, passed away. And then the third one was the giant spire of, of electricity. Yeah. So three, three points in the movie that I can say were pretty cool. Yeah. Out of an entire two-hour movie with many more points in them that mm-hmm. I didn't think were as cool. Yeah. Um, what does that translate into out of 10? <laughs> that sounds like three. But, um, <laughs> but I digress. I digest. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of more high points. Uh, I Okay, so let's see. What could have made this movie better? Honestly, so oh, this... You know what is another part that I thought was cool? When <laughs> sorry, to no, it's you. okay. We have a lot to uh, talk about. When she heard the voices of all the past Jedi, yeah, and cool. we actually heard the voices for a second there. I thought oh. everybody was going to come out. All I past- thought Qui Gon mm. and Mace right? and everyone was just going to walk out of the Me darkness, too. and all we heard was kish, 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 kish. <laughs> no, I didn't think that was going to happen. Uh, but I was really excited that we heard. Anakin, we heard Qui Gon, we, we heard Mace, we heard, Mace. Yeah. we heard, we even heard um, Ahsoka. Yeah, like we heard even people like we've never even seen in live action before. Yeah. One of the things that I told, I was talking to my sister about, which also would have made her, would have made this movie another Avatar movie, is she was holding one lightsaber in one hand, fending off um, the Force lightning, uh-huh. and then she was able to force another lightsaber to come up where she hit the other one yeah what i wanted to happen which i think would have been awesome which also would have made it more like avatar is he was force lightning her and she he was saying i am the culmination of all the sith and when she pulled up that second lightsaber and said i am the culmination of all the jedi i wanted there to be a a whoosh of blue that went past her and in the smoke you you saw saw all all the the faces of the jedi behind her 
kind of like Avatar State when all of yeah. the Avatars. I would have shit yourself. Would have pee- I was you're gonna say I would have peed myself, but I also would have shit myself. <laughs> Just all of it. And I would have I would have I would have like yeah. flames the yeah. side of my face. <laughs> I would have been very excited yeah. if that happened. Uh, but it didn't. No, it didn't. And in my head, it's cooler <laughs> than what happened on screen. Well, that's just that just goes to show you that but, we're um, smarter than all. We of them. need to be in charge of making Star Wars yeah. movies. Oh God damn it! Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I don't think there's a, a clear cut solution because you're working with two movies that kind of set it up for failure. Yeah, and you know, like sure, you can try and tie everything. But it's, never it's gonna not going to happen no, in any fashion. Movie, no. Yeah, it's, you would it's, need you need like four hours. Yeah, yeah. You, you need would, like two hours. You would, you would need hours. two hours to undo everything you did in the last you movie. Episode and nine, then get back. Part one. Yeah. <laughs> episode nine, part two. Can yeah. we Can we do that? Oh, you. They should have. They, they fucking should have. Snuck another. Trilogy Imagine in what there. they did if they did like a, instead of doing a trilogy, they did four movies. <laughs> Blasphemy! <laughs> Can't do Star that. Star Wars is only in threes. only in threes or not at all. Um, Did you hear the rumor about the next trilogy? I've only heard that they're totally doing something different and not talking about or relating it to the Skywalkers at all. That's all I've heard. So the rumor that's going around on the dark net. It's not really a dark net. Dark uh, net. It's like me and my friends. Okay. <laughs> you guys call yourselves the dark net? That's cool. <laughs> that's our, te- that's our, our dodgeball team name. Nice. Um, we're, we're, we have... Uh, an inkling that the next movie or the next trilogy is going to be a Knights of the Old Republic trilogy. Uh-huh. But so it's going to be set, I think, like a thousand Way or two thousand years before the start of episode one. Uh, so it's going to have nothing to do with the Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars, Skywalkers or Palpatines. It's going to have to do with like the old Senate where yeah. there's like an entire planet full of Jedi and an entire planet full of Oh, Sith, I know. I played KOTOR. And they're going to oh, yeah. fight. Um, and we're hoping that that happens. We're hoping that I'm okay with uh, Keanu Reeves being the main Jedi. That is we that up. the theory or the that's the theory? The, the rumor is that, is that he's going to be the uh, he starts off as a fifth a fifth he starts <laughs> off as a fifth and then he ends up as a Jedi. Uh, oh. No, he starts off as a Sith and then ends up as a Jedi. That's weird. I don't know if I want Keanu Reeves in Star Wars. We'll see. You guys. I appreciate you going, getting weird with it, but this might be too weird. Too weird? It might be too, too weird. weird for Star Wars. Too weird for Star Wars. All right. Don't we'll put don't comes. put John Wick in space. This is weird. <laughs> this is weird for me. But one of one of the charms about Star Wars is you have no name actors like people you've never heard of. You have your Harrison Ford if you want to throw one in there. Yeah. But you know, for the most part, it's people you haven't seen in these kinds of roles. Mm-hmm. So. I would hope that they would keep that tradition alive, but also if they just go full Hollywood with it, you know what? I have no power here, so I'll just keep <laughs> watching the movies. Um, all right. Cool. I think I've said all I can, at least for now. Gotcha. How many um, How many uh, cute baby mechanics out of 10 do you give this? You remember that guy? That was oh, like that definitely was, was like high on, on, on um <laughs> on working on 3pm yeah like, <laughs> he was cute yeah, he was adorable um yeah this one's gonna I don't I don't remember what I rated the other ones but this one's I think one, this one I'm gonna give a six out of ten cute baby mechanics alien mechanics I don't remember what you said I said cute baby mechanics cute baby mechanics out of ten um yeah it was there were a few things that I think were cool about it but overall it was just very. Uh, disappointing. It, w- it didn't wrap up anything. I feel like 
and they introduced a whole slew of characters that I had absolutely no care about. Yep. Um, and I, f- I kind of feel like I hate that they killed off this baddie that's been in this world for 40 years the same exact way they killed him the last time. I mean, you think that if you if you got hurt by force, your own Force Lightning several times, you would have learned by now. Right? But you didn't. Like, what? It literally, like, blew his face away. But also, at the same time, he's been a master of cloning for the past 40 years. You don't think there's another one of him somewhere in the galaxy? I just, I don't... Maybe that's where Ray's gonna go next. She's gonna keep cu- killing Palpatine killing across Palpatine. the galaxy. I kill you, Palpatine. I kill you, Palpatine. Are you cool, Palpatine? Yeah, she's gonna kill all the Palpatines. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll find out. All right. Uh, how many? How many? Um. Um. No, he didn't say that. He said bones. I hate bones instead of snakes. I hate snakes. Yeah. Um, it was very. This movie was a little bit uh, Indiana Jonesy. Oh, I mean, source material. You know. Yeah. It's George uh, Lucas. Let's see how many. How many? Uh, how many? Oh, how many? Um. What's his name? Um. How many? Uh. <laughs> what's the word? How many turncoat huxes? Uh, oh, I for, totally 10. forgot about that. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> out of ten, do you I totally forgot they even were in uh, Star Destroyer. Yeah, that's how much I cared about this. Um, turn co- Huxes. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give this movie. Uh, I'm gonna give it six Turncoat Huxes out of ten, but it gets a plus one just because it's Star Wars. That's how much I love Star Wars. So even if they made the shittiest Star Wars movie and it got a one, it it starts at a two. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's got a technical seven out of ten in my book. (laughs) Um, Technical. It was, like I said, the most entertaining of this trilogy. However, it was super fucking sloppy in terms of just the story and... um, Everyone performed the shit out of it because why wouldn't you? You're in Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, you, know? you have to. You got to. Except for you, Kylo Ren. You shouldn't have been in it. You shouldn't have been in it. <laughs> At the beginning. At the beginning. Keep the mask on. Um, <laughs> Keep the mask on. Until the end. Uh, I mean, I would have yeah. been, been That would have okay been great. With, yeah, with, with doing a, a, um, a Darth Vader, keeping the mask on for both movies at the very end of even the third at, one before he dies. I would take be it fine off. even at the second, after the second one. At the end of the second one, after their little like fighting with mm-hmm. each other, if he takes it off and he's just like, let me be real with you real quick, let's just be together. <laughs> Join me. Yeah. Holds out, holds out the hand. Yeah. I would have um, I I grabbed Ben's hand. Yeah. Because we're in love for some reason. <laughs> they're, I, they're not in love. They're not. They're, they're not. not. They're not. They're not. They're not. That's why that kiss shouldn't happen. No. Anyway, because of unnecessary <laughs> kisses and sloppy plot, I give it seven out of ten. Um, and I, I hope uh, for better things in the future. The Mandalorian keeps me optimistic because it's yeah. a great show. I haven't seen last episode. Uh, me either. Um, but yeah, it's a great show, and I it gives me hope for the future. <laughs> All right. I also like that she has a yellow lightsaber at the end. Yeah, she had a golden lightsaber. Oh, yeah, that was cool. cool. I like that she was able and to it's finally like a, create. It's like, a, it's like a click on. It, it is like a twisty. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. It's, <laughs> nice. it's a nice lightsaber. Uh, I, yeah, but like I, now I want to see her again, like traverse the universe and be a fucking Jedi. Too bad. You know what they should do? Give Disney Plus show. make her a show. Anyway, budget's gonna be all through the roof, and uh, we already have the Mandalorian, so I don't know. They could keep going. They're yeah. fucking Disney. They have it. 
They have it. Right. They have all of it. Relatively subjective. We did it. We did it. All four, five movies all five in movies. one episode. Tell us what you think about any one of these movies. I timestamped all the movies, so you can come in whenever you want and yeah. listen to our review of any one you want. Um, for right now, though, relatively subjective at gmail.com. If you want to contact us, you can Facebook and Instagram, Instagram us. us at relatively subjective. Twitter is relsubpod. Give us your thoughts, your comments, your concerns, your questions. All of it. Everything. Your confessions. (laughs) (laughs) We want your confessions. uh, Um, Yeah, so um, we're taking a little bit of a break until sometime next year, probably around April-ish, spring. Let's just say spring. Spring is a big season. Springtime. Springtime. Springtime for relatively subjective. That was a good turn. I was like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. Yeah. We're, if you know your movies, they, you know yeah, what I was going to say. It's the producers, you guys. It's a good musical. Even the one with one. Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick yeah, was good. Too. God, yeah. stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're just figuring out um, recording locations, format for the show, all the rolling out of social the media and ins such. And the outs the ins and the outs of the podcast world. A podcast. Yes. Um, so this is not the last you'll see of us. I fucking or promise hear of us. You. Or You've hear never of seen us. us before. Maybe you'll see us when oh. we come back. That's right. Maybe there's a visual component oh. coming because this shit takes work, and we are willing to put in that work that J.J. Abrams would not for Star Wars. Just but for you, we people. would do for this podcast because for you guys because we love you and we love movies. Yeah, we love and movies. We, we just love want this want podcast. Them to be good. Yes, we want movies. To be good. And we're going to continue to be subjective about it. And you guys could disagree. Um, It doesn't fucking matter. Well, we try to be subjective. Uh, (laughs) But we're pretty biased. (laughs) No, that's what subjective means, David. It's our subjectivity. 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 Can't speak anymore. Uh, We need to finish this podcast. It's been two hours. It's been (laughs) so long. Thank you very much for for listening to us this entire time. If if you've been listening to this the entire time, yes, we love you. We love you. If you've been skipping around, we get it. We get it. It's it's you're busy. Yeah. I'm busy. David's busy. We're busy. We're busy. People are busy. People are busy. Um, But guess what? We love you. We love you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, with that. Oh, no, we can't do all these titles, can we? Uh-oh. No, we can't. <laughs> I mean, we can try. May all your queen and slims be bombshell. Uh... I just forgot what movies we watched. Okay. Um, may all your... Let's see. Let's may all... Let's start easy. May all your bombshells... Or bombshell. May all your slim bombshells. May all your slim bombshells be knives... Dr. Knives. Dr. Knives sleep. Dr. Knives. Dr. Knives queen. In the rise of Queen Skywalker out of Star Wars. Episode 9. I didn't put that into I it. I know, it's, it's just, just so Star hard. Wars Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. All right. I did it. Well, you did it. <laughs> I can't. No, you I don't, don't have, have to. it in front of me. It's fine. But um, yeah, until next time, guys. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye-bye.